Tyson got no. Mike Tyson got. But see, ain't nobody gonna fight Mike Tyson. No, 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 no. I think, I think the thing is, is like people want want to see Van Lathan talk to him the way he talk in person yeah. and tell him, hey, why do you do this? I ask him why, and they can have a conversation. Mike ain't gonna get mad. He ain't that type of nigga no more. Why the nigga smoke so much weed? <laughs> right. he, was talk- he was talking about how marijuana kind of evens Calmed him out. out. Yeah. yeah, like he needs it to to be a level headed or calm person. Yeah, but I was I was about to start recording, but then we got into this conversation. Uh, we might need to go ahead and rec- talk about this. You want to add this to the show? Or? Yeah, that's fine. You want to catch people up, and then I'll go into the intro. Oh, so on Twitter, Van Lathan. Now I got to find a tweet again. Well, last night, Donald Trump was seen at the uh, UFC fight. And uh, that (laughs) stirred a lot of controversy. Trumpy baby. (laughs) So Van Lathan made this comment on Twitter saying, I'm not into canceling, just want Mike to be aware of picking the wrong friends. Uh, He was was replying to Mal from Rory and Mal, and he was uh, saying, you can relate to that, right? Because Mal... Mal from Rory and Mal podcast was saying, so let me guess, we're going to cancel Mike Tyson too, right? And now this whole conversation, this back and forth conversation of everybody kind of talking to Van and, and let him know like, hey man, you ain't made the, ba- the best of decisions. of decisions yourself when it comes to picking people. Right. So um, a lot of people want him to go on, the, go on Mike Tyson's podcast and talk to him about the decision he made to be Trump's friend, which a lot of people... We, me and you was just talking about it. Like, he has been a Trump. Tyson has been a supporter of Trump for a very long. He's known him since. Do you know his where this fighting started? Days. Well, it yeah. He, when he was ironing Mike Tyson, right. what happened was back in the day, Trump supported him during his legal issues. Mm-hmm. He was like, hey, even Trump's mom fell out with Trump about it. Mm-hmm. He was like, but I mean, I understand what's going on. This man. Right. He might not have did it. He, Trump was like, I understand a woman showing up at the, at your door at like two o'clock in the morning. Right. If she got raped, maybe they need to prove it in the court. But he wasn't throwing the dude out. And since then, Mike Tyson and Trump has kind of developed a bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying either one is right or wrong, but I support Mike Tyson because it's Tyson. I don't know what he did legally or illegally, but we. I, all I'm saying is this, man. He let him support who he wants to support and be cool with who he wants to be cool with. Like Van Lathan went on to say, like everybody close to Trump loses eventually. Just facts. I'm like, well, it's not like Mike Tyson is sitting here like in the cabinet. It was at a fight. There was at a fight. He shook his hand. Right. They took a picture together. Right. It's not like he's paying the dudes rent or he's not asking Mike. He's not asking Donald Trump for money. This is my question. So, with uh, but he's been a known he's been a known to be cool with Trump for a very. I mean, I guess a lot of people just didn't know that. Would you would, would Van have a problem with this if it was anybody else other than Trump? Like Mike yeah, Tyson, he's very opinionated. Oh, a lot of shit. Well, then let him have his opinion. I I don't know. Maybe it's me. I'm getting to the point where I don't care. Like, you have your opinion about what you think people are going to do mm-hmm. and let them do whatever they want to do. Like, right. this is the world that people want. You say that we got to love everybody. We got to treat everybody fairly. But then when it's somebody you disagree with, then you ready to just cancel them or throw them away. Well, I, 
well, that's not what Van was trying. He he said, "I'm not into canceling people, but you just got to be be a little bit more picky with who you're friends with." But but isn't that the same mindset though? Like you you telling people who they can and can't be friends with based on your opinion. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. I I take there are some things from Van Lath that I take with a grain of salt, and I'm thinking that he might not know the history behind the Trump Tyson thing either. I understand. You that. get what I'm saying? So it's like. For, honestly, it was just for me to get on Twitter and laugh because I just no, I, I get that. It just no, no. It, no, no, it's a great conversation. We have a good conversation about it. But I just wanted to. It was a chuckle for me. Feel okay. like that ain't nobody. Yeah. All right. But that's only true because history tells us so. Children who've never known peace have different values than children who've never known war. The one who wins will rewrite the definition of right and wrong. They'll decide the future and how the past is written. Boys and girls, when did eggs become something about an Easter? <laughs> Why is that a part of the resurrection? I'm confused. Welcome back to another episode of the Governor Podcast. Your checks and balances and social commentary. Two halves that make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Your checks and balances and social commentary. Your podcast's favorite podcast. My name is Cole Jackson. My name is Shogun. You know the slogan. We ready for some action. What's happening? Oh, all that too. <laughs> Happy Easter. Salutations to the people out there. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Government Name Podcast. The Checks and Balances of Social Commentary. That nigga said Happy Easter. Yeah. Yeah. Is Easter, ain't it? Yeah, I know. I'm just making sure. Where, where the eggs come from? Do you want the real? It is, no, I don't. Okay. I, <laughs> I was like... I, Sometimes hey, I feel like I give too much information. I don't want to be woke no so, more. Or, I don't even I think like, I'm woke. I just know what's going on. Woke mob. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Sure. Am I part of the woke society? Would you consider me to be woke? This is a question. I don't going. know. At the last week drinking that Taylor Port, bro, I, I I can't I can't give you no okay, woke card. Okay, okay, okay. I can't give you no woke this card. Is, after this that. has been a. Uh, a, a conversation that's going on the back burner like you got a stove top you got your greens you got your ham and whatever you cooking ham i guess you cook ham on the stove but uh you got your steak on the stove but oh, you, on the back damn, burner rich 
Sometimes. Ham and steak? It depends on the week. Woo. But on the back burner, we got this conversation about woke. And people is like, mm, try that's some the, of that woke. That's the English peas. Yeah. Sometimes Ooh. you put a little too salt, too much salt in the English peas. And, and I, think, I think the, the woke has been simmering for a little too long. And we ready to take that off. And we've been serving it to people. People been dipping into pot while it was still cooking. And by the time it's ready to be served, we don't even know what it is anymore. Because other people are like, ooh, these peas are too salty. So they add a little bit more of their ingredients. Then they add a little bit more of their ingredients. And then now we got some oversaturated peas, mm. which is woke. My question is, mm. I mm. used to be the woke audience. Then woke changed from people who thought and talked like me towards a more leftist extremist. And now it's like, I'm questioning what is woke. When I started out mm. in that group, in that people in that society of folks who was like, "Stay woke, brother," and now it's like, "Nah, brother, I don't even, I don't want none of that. Like, stay away from me." <laughs> so I don't like, mean to, hey. I don't mean to come in <laughs> super t- hard on, on, t- on <laughs> conversations, but they 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 don't want fucking selling the magazine. Yeah, man, the, the woke hey, the woke society kind of like is ruining conversations today. But we gonna get into yeah. it. We got a lot that's going on. That's this is government chop. Converse, uh, this is the Government Name Podcast. My name is Shogun. You said your name. Your name is? Cole Jackson. Yes, sir. That's interesting. Uh, I got a lot. I got a lot. I got a lot. All right, let's just start with the rundown. <laughs> <laughs> just do the rundown. Fuck it all. Uh, no, oh, we, we ain't going to. Come on now. You know I got to slow walk us into it. But this is going to be walk. one of those good old classic episodes where I'm like, Vomiting information. You don't see this here. This is this is there. <laughs> I'm gonna just be part of the audience and try to pay attention to. I well, I hope I hope I my goal is not to preach. My goal is to reach people. Why not? It's Easter. Might well. I should have been a preacher. It's a lot of motherfuckers. I should have been a lawyer. Paid double today. <laughs> First of all, <laughs> if you pay any preacher double for preaching on Easter, you know that's happening. I hope it's not. You, you this not, is your job, you are, bro. You are not. You what you gonna get holiday pay as a preacher? Yes. <laughs> My nigga, get the fuck out of here. I should have went into preachers so I get that uh, double on Easter. Hey, I get. I need this double you, time. And you nigga. know, and you know, he preaching in multiple churches. <laughs> he did sunrise, and then he went to the evening service to preach, and then he went to uh, Mount Zion's Hard Rock on the on the mountain church. So my mom called me this morning, and I was like, I was gonna call you, but I thought you was in church. She was like, Nah, I go to the late service. I was like, it's damn near one o'clock. <laughs> what time does that church service get over with? Like, wow. Five. Yeah. But uh, yeah. You know, exactly. you got to do the program. Then you got to have the dancers yeah. with their painted faces. The praise. Dancing man. on that same damn song. I don't even know the name of the song. They you know the name of the song. They just dance off of it all the time. <laughs> and it's just always the same song. And then they have to do, 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 do. Yeah. And, oh, and the Lord, and he came up, and then he came back, and all this other shit. Do you know the story of Easter? The meaning behind it and all that good stuff? It's the resurrection. What that? What does the dance have to do with it? I don't know. <laughs> okay. They just be wanting them kids to do something. They don't want to get them kids no speeches no more. Dang. Nah, you got to have an Easter speech. That's the staple of Man, Easter. I hated that. What? If my mom is listening, thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much Why for making me it? not like church. That was one of the reasons why I don't like church. Oh man, damn Easter speeches, getting up there and telling these folks about something that I don't even know what I'm talking about. I just had to remember it. I mean, you're right, but I think it's it's a rite of passage 
to me. I'm a I'm a very traditional person, so that's probably why I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, there you go. Now it's your turn, little buddy. You nah. got to do your little Easter speech. <laughs> Get up the the damn town and that. You don't like wearing ties. When at that time I didn't know the kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just no. wanted to go and get candy. Yeah, we did and that. do the Easter egg hunt. We and that did was that. It. I remember one time I found the Easter egg it had some money in it, and I gave it to my homeboy because I thought he <laughs> you so charitable. I thought he needed it more than me. <laughs> I was like, here you go. <laughs> that, but, nigga, that nigga scammed your ass. He, nah. I mean, he did have rich parents, but it is what it is. <laughs> oh, I'll just take that. But it's like, it. no, nah, for real. In my mind, I was like, I, I, I got all the shine like today. Everybody was complimenting me on my little speech and my little suit. He ain't getting no shine, so I gave him the money dollar. I got the honest. dollar egg, whatever. It was. I gotta be honest. I used to say my, my speech wrong on purpose. I hated doing that shit. I hated it. Nah, hated man. it. I made sure I said my shit wrong as fuck. Why? Is so it? they wouldn't give me a speech no more. They be like. You like that kid in class that couldn't read. They'd be like, give him the short paragraph. So yeah. we skip over it. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. that kid too. Yeah. Do you mind reading this? Nope. He was the right. the, the the On Easter Sunday. <laughs> the man resurrected from from Netherham. Nezraham. Nezraham. <laughs> oh, I think you that's know you got that one person to be like. It's okay, baby. It's okay. You can do it. It's okay, baby. I don't want your encouragement. I want to sit back down. Calm down, baby. Just go ahead and do it. (laughs) From from the cross he came (laughs) with a crown of thorns. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. He, he. Sound it out now. (laughs) (laughs) That sound like me over that Taylor Port. (laughs) (laughs) I used to say that shit wrong on purpose Yeah, Shout out to everybody who listened shit. to last week's episode Thank you for checking on me I'm doing fine I just wanted to try it I thought it was I literally thought it was just gonna be funny They to thought do you was crazy Yeah I mean I think they know that I am crazy. But It was one of the funniest episodes ever clearly, Apparently I had a couple people tell me that Why didn't nobody like Share the look. I, I know the video clips are super long, and I'm trying to figure out ways to make it shorter. But I had to leave all that in there. Y'all needed to see it. Yeah, you need the context. Yeah, you need the context. So, I thought that was amazing. Good. That was that was that was an amazing moment in government name history. <laughs> One of these days, we gonna have amazing moments in government name history. Amazing. They probably gonna be all the ones where you get drunk. <laughs> Yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah. The, the 300 episode when I got drunk. Ooh, I, to I this day, I feel ashamed to that, that shit. <laughs> I killed that shit. But at the same time, I was like, "Hey, we you made sweat it. like you played ball." Oh, what's going? Oh, yeah. You sweat like you played basketball. Yeah, you ain't you ever? Yeah, I was fighting. <laughs> That shit was in my when the liquor's in the system, ain't no telling what I love. Like this, some that's what they be yelling. Man, I thought you. I said. Cause we gotta cut this. Nah, I leave it. I like leaving it in there because I need to wake up in the morning and be like, "See, nigga, this is why your drunk ass shouldn't be doing this." I was shit. like, it's, it's, "We gotta figure something out. This thing is completely fucked Bro, you, up." I think you left and I was passed out on the couch. I knew it. I, I was, knew it about to happen. <laughs> I just as long as I ain't had to call the police because you was gonna be a wild, a wild dog out there in I, the streets. You have never seen me be a wild person ever when I drink. You ain't never had no teleport. That's very true. But anytime I've ever gotten drunk, I've never. I'm a mellow drunk. <laughs> that teleport train do something to you. Man. Like a wild animal. I even the worst one. With the worst one. The, my worst situation was when I went. I took my girlfriend to New Orleans for her birthday. Uh, and, uh, and that was the cover of the- <laughs> Yeah, it was the cover of the podcast. I, I got drunk on her birthday, threw up, 
fell asleep on the, in the pool of my own throw up on the bathroom floor in our Airbnb. I've Wait. been down that road before. <laughs> you ain't been down that road. Yes, I have. Oh, okay. Well, yes, I have. Nah, shit. I'm not doing so bad. Dude. I shit. I done. I done. I done missed a whole uh, wedding. Uh, what's the, the real wedding reception? Damn. Center hand. At least you made it to the wedding. Yeah, fucked up. Yeah. I'm was you happy or sad? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sound like you was like, man, that should have been me. No. <laughs> and then getting sitting drunk. around here, sitting around there with some with some friends and shit. Oh, and, okay. Um, yeah. We was just drinking, and I was just, I said, fuck it. I was just like, I'm gonna turn this bitch up. Turn and, it up. And I sure the fuck did. You know what the most <laughs> depressing thing is? Is drinking by yourself. Yeah, I've been like, down that road too. I, I don't drink. I'm a social drinker, so. Mm-mm. Yeah. It used to be times in my life where I just used to get some. I'm, I'm finna get fucked up. I don't care. <laughs> I'm here at home. Yeah. I'm not gonna go out on the streets and nothing like that. So right. I said, "Fuck it." And I was just like, "Yeah, fuck it, do I'm it gonna, live." Yeah, that's exactly what I did. I said, "Fuck that shit." I'm gonna. I'll do what the fuck I want to do. So let me ask you this. I'm, I'm get back to the the show. This is good to conversation. It's all good. You ever watch ECW? Nigga, come on, bro. I knew it. All right, come on. I wasn't a I fan of ECW. I never. I I didn't know how to watch it. Extreme Championship Wrestling. I didn't know how to watch it. How do you watch it? Was it on cable TV? Uh uh-uh. uh. Exactly. You had to find it on a random ass channel. <laughs> it would be on a different channel. Like satellite. Every time, like every time. <laughs> so it would be on channel thirty three one day. Then it'd be on like channel like fifty two. Oh, so it's like the WWE of today. Make <laughs> it keep changing channels. Yeah, like you would just you'd have to find that shit. Mm, I got you. Well, this, this clip found me, and I, I want you to see what I'm talking about. Check this out. My nigga, New Jack. <laughs> you already know who they are? It's New Jack, nigga. I've met him. Really? I met, I met him in real life. He, I went to one of his matches, bro. He, I got in the ring with him. The fuck? He, 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 um, he had a match. I can't remember where, where it was. And let me uh, find I, out you was a professional I, I wrestler. Met him, I met him. I met him outside. I said, you fucking New Jack. He was like, yeah. Oh, uh, it was an independent wrestling company um, mm-hmm. out of California. I can't remember the name of it. But I was like, you fucking New Jack. It was me and this white dude. Long story. But we went, and I was like, you fucking New Jack, dude. And he was like, yeah. And he was, I was like, you got a match tonight? He was like, yeah, I do. Cool ass nigga. Mm-hmm. He was already fucked up. <laughs> and he had like two cases with him. Dang. So I was like, man, I said, I just want your autograph, bro. He was like, I'll give it to you after the match. Yeah. And so we went into the we went into the uh to the arena where the match was and everything. He had a hardcore match. So we room for this nigga. We sitting him like New Jack, New Jack. That nigga beat he whooped this dude's ass with like glass with these them lights. Yeah, the, the fluorescent lights. Beat his ass. Yeah. He had them a fucking cane, all kinds of shit. Beat the fuck out of the barbed wire, Dang. all that shit. So we was the only people room for him because he was the bad guy, but he was fucking New Jack. Clearly. And then he won the match. He was like, I got my partners over there, and they're they going to come in the ring and celebrate over, over your bitch ass. And oh, we went shit. in there, and that nigga cracked oh, the beer. He was like, here y'all niggas go. Oh, wait, he was drinking beer too? Hell yeah. Wait, did Stone Cold steal it from New Jack? I don't know. It seemed like What it. year was this? <laughs> I don't know, man. What it the fuck? All right, so man. this nigga, this nigga he, was, he gave us a beer. He was like, fuck you, you fucking cracker. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hit the bill with us and, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, man, oh, he, wow. he signed the um he signed the crutch. It was a crutch that he beat his ass with. That nigga signed the crutch <laughs> and gave it to me. 
Beat a nigga with a crutch yes. and then sign it and give it away. He gave it to me. That is amazing. That is a great story. And I feel like I should know this about you. This nigga, as long as I've known you, I didn't even know you. Man, we <laughs> was we fuck? literally was it because it, it was an independent wrestling company. Yeah, yeah. That he was doing because you know he was big time. Yeah. And, um, I never forget that moment, man. He That's, was like, "Yeah, I got my homeboys in the front row. Yeah, and we gonna piss on your grave." <laughs> he said, "Hey." Let them, let them up Come here. on in. Man, we went up in there, man, and celebrated with Hell yeah, that's Rizzo amazing. was fire, dog. <laughs> he nigga gave me, he gave me the, he signed the crutch and was like, here you go, man. Here you go, take I it. I said, God damn, I said, fucking New Jack. New Jack. Man, New Jack. Rest in peace, New Jack. He dead now. Oh, he dead? Hell yeah. Damn. That nigga Lil. So the thing about New Jack, people right. don't know is... <laughs> <laughs> that nigga was really crazy. Uh, yeah, like that's not an act. That's no, that I'm, that's, really we is. finna find out who the fuck New Jack is. But that's amazing. I love your story. Check out what New Jack was saying. I don't like nobody but my partner. You understand? I don't care who you line up in front of me. I'm gonna show you how bad New Jack and Mustafa is. You wanna talk about violence? Violence to you might be pushing by in the figure four. Violence to me is taking a can of gas and pouring it on you and setting you on fire. Like me or not, I didn't come up here to be like. I came up here to get paid. And whoever you put in front of me, I'm gonna drop you, you down. I like to send a special shout out to my homeboy, OJ Simpson. Keep up the good work, baby. Two less we got to worry about. You understand? Keep up the good work. Louis Farrakhan will be the next president. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, Klansman. Are you serious? That nigga wild, bro. I, I, so I was like, yo, these are words of affirmation. I like this. I don't care what you talking about. I came here to get paid. And that's when I'm like, yeah, yeah. Then he said, OJ Simpson, keep up the good work. Oh, whoa, hold up. <laughs> Two less we got the word. Whoa. <laughs> that was him for real. He, he. Man, when he called, he told that he told that white dude he was gonna he was gonna piss on his grave and call him a fucking cracker. Oh my god, that shit was crazy. That's amazing. I didn't, I, I need to look into this new Jack yeah, guy. New Jack, he got a uh. If you go on Tubi, mm-hmm. they have uh, the dark side of uh, dark side of wrestling. He got a doctor. They got an episode just about him. Yeah, that nigga, that nigga, damn near killed somebody. Wrestling? Like, or? Yeah, this nigga used <laughs> to stab people. Like if you, I mean, so it's like. So when he was when he was like back in them ECW days right. and he used to wrestle, like first of all, the nigga was crazy already. Okay. So there was um <laughs> like there was motherfuckers that would talk shit to him. If you talk shit to him, yeah, he, he gonna he, snap he, he, get, he would get real. Okay. So one dude, he fucking fucking cut his fucking neck. Oh shit. And killed him. Oh shit. And then there was another dude where when he was in ECW, he came off like the, the top of a fucking building or something like a coliseum they got the shit up there and the dude he was supposed to take him through some tables and the dude fucked up he broke his hip oh, bone broke his ass bone oh, doing that shit no, no, so the no. next time they wrestled he just threw this nigga off a fucking <laughs> a fucking scaffold it's the shit is on you can you can find the shit he just he he like said, oh i'm gonna teach your ass no he was just like hey man i'm sorry he was like no nah, motherfucker you gonna pay for what you did to me. And he threw him off a scaffold i respect it he threw him off a scaffold damn and they a little, killed him a little bit of me respects this and wait he killed him wait damn they killed you be- him. Oh, okay like if he would have he damn near missed the ring you buried the lead on that and one then, so it was another time when he was wrestling somebody in an independent promotion right and the dude kept like 
he was telling him how to do the match. He was like, hey, man, you got to do. Yeah. During the match, you know, yeah, he's yeah. calling the match. So, dude kept saying, no, nah, I need to get some I need to get some offense in. And he hit him. And New Jay said, you son of a bitch. And went in his goddamn boot and had a knife, had a fucking. Well, it wasn't even a knife. It was a, a claw. It was like a, a claw, claw from. No, like a claw from a glove or some shit. Uh-huh. He just ran, stabbed that nigga like eight times. With a claw from a glove? Yes. He beat up this he beat up this it's a, it was an older wrestler. He was supposed to be the toughest wrestler in the, in the world. <laughs> Not compared and to New Jack. New Jack was like, he said something to New Jack, that nigga went off and oh, beat the he took him in the crowd and beat him. <laughs> Like a fucking dog. Oh, I'm I did not know you, this. That nigga, wow. Yeah. I used to love New Jack. I, I, I like his energy, but I didn't know all this other stuff. Go it's, it, go to Tubi. Go to Dark Side of the... Well, you ain't even got to go to Tubi. You can go to... Um, no, I'm going Hulu. to Tubi. Fuck that, I'm going to Tubi. I mean, it was on, it's a Vice yeah. show. Okay. It's, uh, it's a show on Vice, and they had, it's called Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the Ring. So before he died, yeah. um, they did his... Did he repent like, for any of this? Nah, he said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's me. He said, man, they said, what you want on your headstone? He was just like... He was like Tell the motherfuckers I don't give a fuck, and he laughed and put a bird in the air. God dang. That nigga said he had, like, his parents was, like, really fucked up. Yeah. And he sounded like he got mental issues. He just issues. had, like, a really bad Somehow life. Somehow he got into wrestling. But, like, when they asked, like, where'd he come from, nobody knows. Oh, he ain't from New Jersey? Like, like everybody's like, where is he from? from? Like, nobody knows. Mm. They said he used to, <laughs> they said the story, they said he was, he... They said some people used to say he was out of prison. Some people say he yeah. used to be a bounty hunter. Yeah. Some people say he was just a fucking nigga that just came from out yeah, of from nowhere. The depths of hell. Right. But nobody knew the backstory about New Jack. New Jack. And he was crazy as fuck and he would beat your ass. God dang. All right. The depths of the governor name podcast. I seen a clip and this dude came with information. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I met New Jack, man. He was, <laughs> New Jack was my dude, bro. Yeah. I used to love that nigga. I was like, oh shit. And I met him. Mm. I was like, fuck, that's the wildest shit ever, bro. That was a wild shit. Yeah, I, I kept that crutch, the piece of that crutch for a long I don't know where that shit is. Hey, man. But he, he signed gold. it. He signed it and gave it to me. Yeah. And I was like, hell no. Nah. But yeah, he was Fuck like, got my homies in the front row <laughs> and brought us in the ring. I said, oh, shit. Yeah. I wish we had video of this. This would have been so amazing. I'm telling you. Damn, yeah, man. That was, that was. I'm going to look for the video a, if I can was, find it. That was a moment. Yeah. You know, it was an independent place in California, bro. Hey, man. But. Yeah, we met him. I mean, like I said, we met that nigga before the match, and I was like, "You fucking New Jack." You, we didn't even know he was wrestling that night. Right. I guess he was supposed to be like the surprise because he was big time. Mm-hmm. That shit was fire, bro. Like sat down, I talked. I, we talked to him before, um, before he went in the match, and just like, man, like, what, what's up with ECW? Like, where you finna wrestle next? All that shit. He's like, man, I'm honestly just everywhere. I don't care. I just, <laughs> I want to make money. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, That's I mean, that makes sense. About. Yeah, he's like, I'm just trying to make money. I don't give a fuck about no WWF and no shit like that. I was like, God damn, that nigga real. <laughs> that nigga real, bro. Yeah, but that, yeah. That was, that was one of the best times of my life. Well, how has your week been, man? It oh, shit. Like I don't know. You, you try to bring me down. No, I'm, no, I'm no. this high. Damn. That nigga said, New Jack. That was my dude. Cheeses are expensive. Jesus? Cheez Its. Cheez Its. I They're hope like, Jesus ain't charging. Nah, well, that's why I had to make sure I heard what you said. Hey, so, Jesus, like three dollars for Jesus a little box. Got, Jesus got five oh seven. Where, where you buying the box? And how big uh, is the box? <laughs> regular size at public. Oh, you need to go to the dollar store. <laughs> po folks like me go to the dollar store. Well, I was there because I was grocery shopping. Uh huh. See, that was your problem. <laughs> grocery shopping. <laughs> you ain't seen no trash cans around back. I, see, man, I want a snack. I want a snack. I want a snack. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, ah, good old Cheez-Its. Why not? Good old Cheez-Its. <laughs> With the Cheez-Its, $5.70. And That's they only it. have half of a box in there. I said, Biden fucking up. <laughs> 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 Big Cheez-Its in Biden's cahooting? Biden, Biden fucking up, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ain't, that, ain't nothing like Big Farm and, and Biden. Nah, it's Big Cheez-Its. Yeah, the dairy, big dairy. Up. That's big dairy right there. No, ain't no real cheese. on that Ain't real bro. cheese. Dang, I thought it was potty Them cheese. Niggas, this shit is. They use the same shit that Taco Bell yeah. uses. Pink slime. <laughs> Pink. <laughs> That's the meat, niggas. The yellow stuff. Oh. You gotta use the yellow. <laughs> it all. They all make it in the they same. They come out of yeah. It's like play doh, nigga. It's just <laughs> big ass tube of shit. And I went to. I went there. I said, bro, are we? I said, are we? Are is our economy? Are we that fucked up in America? Where cheeses cost five dollars and seven cents? Is that the index? That's what you do. You checking the cheese index? Actually, the index. <laughs> believe it or not, you might think I'm crazy, but I read this somewhere. The index is Big Mac prices because they're the most. They're most. They're the most. The Big Mac prices um, can tell you where the economy is. Reason why they say it's Big Mac prices is because that's the most consistent, consistently sold fast food from all over America. Wasn't like so, burgers in California yeah. like five dollars or something recently? Well, Big Macs right now five. I think it was five thirty two. I thought a Big, Big Mac, Mac was a dollar. Shit. Big Macs alone cost five dollars thirty two. Oh, that ain't even with fries. No. Damn McDonald's, what y'all so, got? <laughs> so, with the increase of like sales everywhere and mm-hmm. with, with how the economy is um that's the index that they use for to to know how bad shit is oh, yeah. big macs a year ago big macs rose i think a dollar i wish i had the article because i was at work talking about this big macs rose a dollar and 32 cents or something like that mm-hmm. and um over what it was last year so with that being said we we're 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 fucked up. Our Big Mac index shows how burger prices are changing. Let's see, British pound, U.S. dollar, Big Mac cost. It, this is in euro euros three seventy nine. Five thirty six. Wow, it's five dollars just for the burger. Yes, I remember that was like ninety nine cent, wasn't it? Or maybe two dollars. No, we seen that, brother. That's all good, bro. But at one point in time, I think two years ago, Big Macs was like three and some change. So that kind of just shows how much the account, how much, how bad off we are right now. Yeah, here it is. The Big Mac index is a price index published since 1986 by mm-hmm. the economists. Yeah, I ain't gonna do that. <laughs> we don't need it. I mean, you already explained this. Right. That's why I stopped. Okay. It's Shit. the it's the most consistently sold item. In America, so that's how they measured how bad the economy is, and right? Shit. So that was a very interesting. Yeah, that was a very interesting. Um, but that, I just said that to say, fuck, man, I need to start hustling. Yeah, I work what's, hard. What's your I hustle to, gonna be? I need to work. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> I need to work harder because I, I, I got to make life decisions off cheeses now. <laughs> I mean, five dollars is a lot. For a box of cheeses. Hey, how big? Show us how big was the box. Every size. Mm, yeah, I, I want to say that you can get like the little mini box from I Dallas. Want the mini box. You want the whole box? I hear you. A mini box. Look at me. Yeah, you I know. Like you, a nigga that can eat a mini box. Yeah, one. you be in the gym working out. I'm surprised cheeses is part of your diet, Bruh, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta cope with with the stress somewhere. Oh, okay. So you stress eat. Cheeses <laughs> help me. Bruh. What do you think I do when I edit? You think I'm sitting there eating grass? No, I need some cheeses. I mean, to get you me are a, a vegan. Yeah, but I need some cheeses too. I gotta have something to 
get me through. Times are hard. Tough times. I, I love how last, our podcast. people. <laughs> yeah. I love how our podcast works because look at, look at the screen. It says seven effective habits. And then I highlight, how did you build? I know it might be spelled wrong. How did you build discipline <laughs> to work out? How did you set the standard to start going to the gym often? I just started with three days. Three days. And uh-huh. grew from there. Mm-hmm. And started like minor shit and then went from there. But you know, the longest journey is the, the hardest part of the longest journey is the first step. Mm-hmm. Like most people, are, they, they stop. I take myself. I start and I stop. I start and I stop. And I never, I haven't developed the consistency that I need to do. You know, to do this, you know, to work out more. Mm. Uh, that that led me down a, another rabbit hole where somebody asked us, like, what are the, the key things that you would recommend for, like, a new podcaster? How would you tell new podcasters to start and, and to develop themselves? <laughs> and New podcasters don't listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I tell them all the time. So... It made me think about this thing called uh, this, there's this book called the Seven Effective Habits for people. I, I forgot the actual name, but there's this book, Seven Effective Habits. There you go. Uh, I didn't write it down. There it is. Seven <laughs> Effective Habits of Highly Effective People. There you go. Seven there Habits of go. Highly Effective People. It's hey. written by Stephen R. Covey. It's only eleven bucks on uh, on Amazon, and I highly recommend it because I feel like both of us together possess all seven of these traits mm. and that help us develop a better podcast right right like right. habit number one we're gonna go through them all okay so habit number one be proactive would you say that we're proactive on developing this podcast yeah. like if we see something from my vantage point if i see something that i feel is not working we try we talk about it and then we correct those situations right then and there, there you go and we try to do better the next episode there you go do I need to explain what proactive means? No, I'm, okay. I'm, I, I got hope, the definition of all. I hope of these people are smart to... enough to know what proactive is. It's not just uh, uh, for your skin, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Step number two. Number two. Begin with an end in mind. Mm. What that means is begin each day task or project with a clear vision of your desire and direction and destination for. Uh, why is there another and? And destination and or continue. And I ain't on teleport. But there is an extra end. This is me taking notes. I, I hardly ever do that. But anyway. Not this week. Yeah. And then continue by flexing your proactive like muscles. muscles and making things happen. Right. Hit them with the flexing there. So They'll be big for some more. Having a goal already in mind. There you is go. that something you think we do? Because we know we're going to do an episode. We We don't know where we're going, but we know where we need to get. Right. <laughs> If that makes sense. Right. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Put first things first. What does that mean? First thing first. Imagine putting first things first. <laughs> I'm reading it verbatim. That's what it says. Imagine results putting first things first. People who put first things first focus on the important, not just the urgent. They act on priorities, plan weekly, and act daily. I definitely believe we do that because, here I got a huge package of things that I'm reading off of. Mm. You always come with your information. And and we figure out different things as far as beats. For also, up the show. we go on the fly just like New Jack. I didn't know any, any information, and you did. And that was, he's I thought my, was valuable. He's one of my favorite wrestlers, bro. But. And that, I met him. It needed to be told. Wow. I can't I, believe I met that nigga, bro. That's wild. In uh, habit number four, 
Think win-win. There you go. Having uh, incur- <clears throat> have the <laughs> courage to seek mutual benefits benefits from all human interaction instead of having the winners. Why does it say winners on one side and losers on the other side? Oh yeah. I don't know about that one. What do you mean? It's a win-win. Like we 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 want to develop a great show, so we already have the product in mind. But do you think we? I don't think there's any losers involved in in the government name podcast like if you listen to this information you're already a winner mm, i ain't look at it from that way i, I think that i took from that was take the positive feedback and the negative feedback the same way oh, okay and use it towards winning most definitely i, I think we do do that do do i think we uh, we officially do that i tried not to say do nah. but uh, i think we it's do that right. yeah cause, okay, come on because people do say a lot of stuff like hey are you trump supporter i'm like i'm not a trump supporter but whatever You'll feel like it this week, too. Uh, all right. Habit number five. This is my favorite one. Habit number five. Seek first to understand, then to be understood. What that means is look for why those people are mad. Like every situation, every conversation, every topic I bring to the show, I try to look at both sides. That's me seeking for understanding. And what are they trying to tell us? Be understood. And then I try to explain it with a balanced perspective so people can be understood, them and me. You know, I, I I really that that one is very valuable to me because in every situation I know I had to point at it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell because it's like that one right there. <laughs> that one right there. But uh, no, this one is very valuable to me because a lot of a lot of the information that I try to distill on this podcast, most people know parts of it, mm. but they don't know it from a balanced perspective. So a lot of people react emotionally first and i try to come informational then emotion i think i think not being a puppet is is a big part of this podcast too not being a puppet uh i feel like challenging the social norms is mm-hmm. needed because if we set up here and said the same shit your favorite podcast to say on it the, gets on stale the, like the big guys the big time guys are from that complex list mm-hmm. and you guys would probably be like they're just saying the same shit as all the other yeah, ones. why would you listen to us there's other people who's more flashy, do crazier things. I don't know about that, but they're more flashier than us. Mm-hmm. We come with genuine opinions and into funny. Number six, synchronize. Hmm. That, oh, ain't no definition for that? <laughs> no, no, it's synergize. I know that's what I was waiting on you to see. <laughs> uh, well, I... I was going off. <laughs> okay, don't I don't believe nobody else's information but your own. <laughs> synergize. Yeah, synergize. Combining, <laughs> combine or coordinate the activity of two or more agents uh, to produce a joint effect greater than the sum of the separate effects. So the reason I said synergize is because I wanted you to look at it and be like, no, you're wrong. Because people often say on this podcast, we have great chemistry. Our chemistry, we react off each other and it's just natural. That's something that I don't know if it can be developed. But when you get it, you got to lock in and keep it going. Man, look, bro. Why well, ain't gonna even say that? I think since the very beginning we've we've been like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Number seven, yeah. sharpen the saw. Mm. Still sharpen steel. Everybody knows this. You gotta sharpen. strive to get better. I, I am often trying to figure out better ways to do this podcast. Hell, we now have a video version. <laughs> we have go figure soundboards and things like we, we're never just going to be stagnant. We are constantly trying to develop a better product for the people that's listening. That's right. Evolve or die. 
So I want people to to go out there, check out this book because I think it's very interesting. And, and read some Malcolm Gladwell. He's all I have a lot of his books. Yeah. And I enjoy Malcolm Gladwell a lot. They say reading is fun to mental. You had you had to do that, then. I love that saying, man. It's not. It's not fun to your mind. It's not fun to It's develop. fundamental, but it ain't fun. <laughs> I like learning. I don't know. I like learning too. I'm I just don't like, like reading. Well, me either. Especially loud. <laughs> especially loud. <laughs> That's why I got clips. So, uh, doing my deve- like my most right, right, right. Doing the most important time of my life, my development years. I used to go get my hair cut at the barbershop. Mm. You know, the barbershop is very sacred to a black man. As a bald man, I miss those times going into the barbershop. I don't have it no more. But I do. I I can look back and reflect. On those times. What's a respectable tip for your barber? My The last time I tipped somebody that cut my hair, because I didn't have a hairline going in and going out, I had a hairline. I was like, bro, what kind of magic did you make? So I gave that nigga a 50. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is going to be great. And then I took a shower and my hairline disappeared. <laughs> I was like, what said, is all this black shit on my feet? You fucked up the secret. <laughs> I was like, all right, today's the day. I went ahead and just cut it all off after that. But uh, so 50 bucks, I think that's if he do something amazing, like restoring a hairline, like my nigga. I, I didn't have one. <laughs> so if the nigga don't pull magic, what, what's a respectable tip uh, for you? Because like, some people don't tip their barber. So <laughs> do you think it's, do you think you have to tip your barber? I think so. I do too. Because, you know, he could fuck up your hairline. <laughs> Yeah, that nigga holds the key to everything. Yeah, yeah, and your hairline is your confidence as a black man. If you ain't got that hairline, what you gonna do? But you ain't gonna get no pussy with that fucked up hairline. You they might. gonna roast your ass, first of all. You might, yeah, Shit, who? I'm just saying. You ain't gonna be no respectable. Cheeses is 507, my nigga. I know, that's why I'm saying. You ain't gonna get none with this, with this fucked up hairline. If you can't afford to get your hair cut, you can't afford her. That's what she gonna say. <laughs> We gonna keep going, my nigga. What we say, synergize, my nigga. Synergize. <laughs> oh my god. What's a what's a good tip though? Um, I think I get my I think I get my barber at least fifteen. I don't know with the price of inflation and all that. I but feel like, like I'm out the game, right? You know how much you get a line? No, nah, I don't. Half the tip. <laughs> <laughs> you keep you keep abling me with this hair talk. You acting like I know all about this shit. I don't know with nothing. With tip and everything, I pay like twenty five dollars. Yeah, I was paying about twenty five the last. Well, time. line line up. So it was like the haircut and the line for the beard. I was paying like twenty five out the door. Oh, uh-uh. times have changed. Like if I get if I get my shit faded on the side and all this, it's it's at least forty after tip. Forty dollars about forty, close to forty dollars. That fifty was me giving him a Christmas present. <laughs> what are you talking about? Forty dollars. Be glad you ain't keep bald, Shit, brother. No one of these ladies. Hey, ladies, y'all just gonna have to go with the nigga with the cheeses <laughs> without the hairline. Goddamn, forty dollars. Yeah, for a haircut. I, and I, I'll get off cheap. Damn, a lot of haircuts cost sixty. Well, you know Walmart sell clippers. <laughs> <laughs> ain't gonna be able to do that tip, that temp fade on yeah, the side. Yeah, when I get the temp on the side and That's all that it. other that stuff, said, nah, to do that right there, bro, it's gonna cost you an extra thirty. Yeah. Damn, nigga, how much is it to change your oil? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, goddamn, about about hundred fifty dollars. Shit. 
Uh, well, yeah, twenty five. Rudy Dress. Yeah, right. <laughs> you're like, hey man, I ain't seen you tomorrow. You, you been all right? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, when you gonna come back, man? Got these locks now. Locks. <laughs> well, I got some. I got some hair oil for you. Come see me. <laughs> he gonna find a way. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Some um, people just don't tip their barber. I'm like, you got to tip your barber. Now nah, you got to tip your barber, bro. Even right. if it's a little money, you got to tip him. <laughs> I don't know if there's a such thing as little money these days. Yeah, it is. Were you talking about my bank account? Yeah, all right. Mine too. <laughs> so, uh, nah, you definitely got to tip your barber. But Some people don't see it that way. Nah, nah, nah. Anybody in the service industry, you should definitely tip that person. If they're doing something for you, do something for them. Have you heard about, I know, I, hope, I, I guess I'm getting off topic. No, nah, it's I'm all right. Sorry. Have you heard about like, what is it? Like, like, added gratuity? Yeah, I've, I've gratuity I've, already added to your bill, but then they still ask for tips. Yeah, have you been to a restaurant lately? <laughs> they be like, "This is the bill." This well, is no, the price. that ain't like, it. Wait a minute, the there's gratuity already in there. It's the non waiters that's asking for tips now. <laughs> Who's the non waiters? Like the host, the host, and the people who you standing at the, at the door name? seating me. Why do I need to tip you? Well, there is. They have. They I have see them chairs like over there. Get out my way! <laughs> like move. There, it's it's come to the people's attention now that like those people are starting to ask for tips as well. And they should they, get an hourly they, wage. Those do. hosters, the hosts get an hourly wage. Yeah, the people who are the waiters, then they shouldn't get an hourly wage. Well, the waiters and the waitresses get an hourly wage. But it's like a uh, wage, but it's like three three oh seven. Correct, correct. And then they live off of their tips. But now what they're saying is host and people who take who take the money and stuff like that. The people who ain't being waiters and waitresses are trying to get tips too. I don't think they should get a tip. I don't either. Okay. Like maybe if it's a valet person and you park in my car, I'm, I'm paying you so you bring that bitch back to me. No, they're saying people in restaurants. Like the motherfuckers who, who at the cashier is looking for tips too and hosts are looking for tips as well. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't agree with that. I might be wrong, but I just don't agree. No, the people who serve your food are the people who are getting paid. The yeah, least I, the I need Michael. Michael was they, very They attentive. live off of your tips. Come That's back. why it's important to tip well. Yeah. Exactly. I, I tip well anytime I go out. I make sure I, I'm, I'm satisfied with the amount and the food and, I, and the service. Now, if you give me some bullshit service, though, I still tip you. I just tip you the base amount that I'm supposed to, and I'm a little upset. Some people are saying that 15% is bullshit now. Who are these people? Um, it's uh um I just be reading random shit on No, I, on, I understand, but Twitter. these people who are saying fifteen percent ain't enough. I understand, but it's just like church. I give you what I can. If it's good for God, it's gotta be good for you. Good enough for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? If Jesus ain't complaining, you don't need to I ain't heard a word. You know what I'm saying? Only man. Men take this word, corrupt this shit, and twist it all up. Like Start you, wars. Hey, excuse me. You ain't exactly. tipping you ain't tipping enough, buddy. Oh, who? Say like, shit, I'm I'm a hamburger away from being where you at. That's what I'm saying. I'm about to wash some dishes. <laughs> shit. <laughs> Damn relationship shit. <laughs> Yo, Got the paper no, 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 no. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I need this shit to work. <laughs> I'm happy for you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Donate today. <laughs> cash it. Yeah, yeah. Donations. But the reason dancing. I was talking about <laughs> the reason I was talking about the uh <laughs> Can I get a quarter sign? <laughs> oh, I ain't even going to do that. Uh, what was that dude's name with the dress? He used to oh, I remember him. Yeah, he was I'm big be, in the I'm 90s. I'm him. Yeah, he was I'm killing I'm going to do just like that, nigga. 
everybody used to tap dance back in the day. Yeah, what happened? Well, I don't know. <laughs> they had a whole play. I ain't tap dancing for this. They had man. a whole Broadway play. Damn, for real? Stop. Bring the noise or some shit like oh, that. Oh, that was... Some. I'm not going to make the joke. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, man, that bitch like this on the side. Just, I'm going to bring it back. So the reason I was talking about the the barbershop is because it 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 uh it molded me into the man that I am because mm. you get to hear a, a various topics of things that men are talking about in the barbershop. But back in my barbershop, there used to be a little small magazine that we used to read. Oh, that was at my grandma's house. And and every time I go in that magazine, in the middle of the book was the centerfold, and it was the greatest thing Beauty ever. Of the week. And I feel like this magazine. Which is called Jet Magazine. That's what my grand influenced me and my taste in women. And I, I want to ask you, how do you feel about the Jet Beauty of the Week? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's. Yeah. My granny, my granny. I don't even. How do you? Where do you apply for Jet? I don't know. It just I wish you would come back, right? I, I think it was just like, oh, black Are you people black? Here, yeah. here you go. <laughs> just I up. never knew how much Jet magazines <laughs> cost. It was like five dollars. It was no, a couple of grocery stores. I, I used never, to see them in there. Never. I the only see, thing I used I, to live in the black side. I my granny lived in the projects. <laughs> Ain't no new all, thing all, all, all the only thing I used. To, <laughs> I just know they used to be at her house all the time. <laughs> I don't know how they got there. Yeah. I don't know. Was it a weekly magazine? I think it was a weekly yeah. magazine. Yeah, because it's Beauty of the Week, I guess. Right. Yeah. So my question was because I feel like Jet Magazine influenced me and my standards. Uh, you want to judge some women? Time out! Hi, everybody. Cole Jackson here, one of the producers for Governing Podcast. And before we get into this segment, uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that it is never cool to judge women. We don't do that. We just wanted to have some fun and just talk about the differences between how it used to be back in the day and what it looks like now. Now, I, I know, I know it might seem a bit insensitive when we say judge women, but we don't mean judge women like, hey, baby, like, you know, you look like this or, oh, my God, like that woman looks horrible. It's nothing like that. We just thought it would be kind of funny to actually talk about Jet Magazine and it ended up going into the beauty of the week. You know how these things go. We're funny. We're hilarious. These are all for jokes and joking purposes only. So please do not get in your feelings when you hear this skit. It's just me and Shogun doing what we do every week. Be funny and uh, a little bit controversial. So have fun. Listen to the rest of the episode. And we will see you next week. Time in. And see if those standards still hold up today. For the beauty of the week? Yeah, because I feel like... Uh we would by today's standards. Oh no! These might be the ladies that we would try to holler at if we were both single. But since we were both in relationships and happy, we wouldn't dare look at these other women. But for the sake of the show, we would do this just for an act and comedy. Is Jen still alive? I don't think so. Damn! They kill off all the good. <laughs> well, I mean, Instagram kind of doing that now. Is 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 beauty it? of the minute? Yeah, but at least they had stories in there. Like it'd be like, oh, you read them? Like Family Matters. <laughs> No, I mean, oh, ass. <laughs> I want to know what she's really no, like. No, Family Matters will be on the front of some shit like that. Oh, he's like, talking about the rest of the magazine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Steve Urkel. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, that nigga on Jack. Yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't find the site with all the ladies <laughs> on here, but I I do want us to go through it and look at a couple. Some of them up. still probably got OnlyFans. That what I'm. <laughs> Let's look at it. 1971. What's that name? Adorable. Adorable. Hey, that's her name. Oh, okay. Adorable. Oh, it is adorable right here. I had to look for that. Uh, what do you think? 
today's standard, would she would she be uh, uh she got some thick legs, so yeah. I think she, she might get through. We gotta see what this Boy, side this might, this like. might be a little uh sexist. I didn't think this through all the oh, way. See? We're here you now. Go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what about was that Cosby? <laughs> was that the Cosby? <laughs> the Christmas Yeah it is. <laughs> Look at the Cosby. I see you. <laughs> Was that a cup of tea he was holding? I mean, oh, I'm No, go back. No, I want to go back. I want to see what that nigga holding. I can't zoom in. He got a, he got a cigar. Oh, yeah. He won't let me zoom in. <laughs> the cars. Well, I can zoom here, I think. Oh, look at the cars. Hi. Merry Christmas. Well, I love that. Look at the cars. Want... Yeah. No, it's a cigar. <laughs> Just as bad. <laughs> Anyway, this is bad. Go to go to uh damn Millette down there. Where? Where? Hub. Where? This one. Bottom left. Bottom left. Uh, uh-uh, one more over. Oh, that's Lila Rashad, ain't it? Oh, For man. some reason, he won't let me click on these and like zoom in. He's <laughs> probably telling you, you this is a mistake. Yeah, it is a mistake. <laughs> Which what were you talking about? Down there, bottom left hand corner. Bottom left, right here. Up one. I clicked. On All right, one. now go to your right. Okay. Over here, you keep skipping her. This lady. Boom, there you go. Oh, oh, no full body shot out. <laughs> this is not working the way I oh, thought it was going to work. What the fuck going on? Oh, shit. Modeling 101. <laughs> all right, by today's standards, would this person be? Yeah, she all right. She all right. <laughs> yeah, This is a terrible idea. Slim? Yeah, hey. <laughs> we in that. You, you picked it, bro. I did. Christina Wood. Woodard. But by today's standards, uh, we're not worried about who they are. <laughs> this man tried to look them up. I'm a five-year-old only fan. <laughs> what the fuck fan talking about? But today's uh, standards, look at how she got dangling earrings. Yeah, I mean, you know. Slim. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Is she <sighs> black? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> Jet lets us uh, slip through the cracks, didn't he? <laughs> I mean, like highlight, uh, you know, ain't nobody really doing background checks. How you gonna she find? Look, she looks, she's a little. Uh, it was degrading. What was it? What was it? Woman? What was that woman name? Tracy Ellis black, Ross? No, that was acting black all them years. Oh, uh, Racer Dullazar. Is that her? Uh, huh? Uh, no, I don't think nah, so. she a little melanated. <laughs> hey, now that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, man, I feel like today's standards okay. is still holding oh, strong. Oh, she a little strong in the chin. Oh, oh, <laughs> that jawline a little strong, she, brother. She do look like a little. From 1999 to yeah, you might want to go. All right, <laughs> okay, okay, brother. Yeah, we the great now, beautiful so, black queens. We so this, this is this is what I'm saying. We need to exit this. This week. is what I'm saying. <laughs> this might get cut. <laughs> this, is what I'm saying. <laughs> this might get cut. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm in a relationship and I'm happy. <laughs> This segment might get cut. Okay, no, what no. I what I want to this is the only thing I want to point out. I feel like beauty standards was a cultural thing that that you know I made a comment last week and I said, hey, I want the option to choose from the type of women that my dad had the option to choose. Right. And I, I think that. those same women still exist to this day. It's just around the two thousands era where well, not even then, before then, twenty tens, pl- plastic surgery became a, a huge thing and everybody was starting to go towards that. Yeah, it was novel, but people were still picking the normal, the, mm. the average, the, the, the around the way girl. Mm. And I think to this day, that's still what we want. Yeah. Yeah. So, ladies, love yourself. Be yourself. You don't need all these augmentations. Like, I I, I feel like I look all right as a bald man. I didn't need that Beijing in my head. 
It's let false me, confidence. But let me say this though. I, I gotta give you a little pushback. There are some women who just don't feel comfortable with how they look the body wise. And that's fine. And sometimes they do do surgeries to make themselves sometimes it's not even I think I think there are some people out here who look at the Instagram side of things and be like, oh, she's just doing this for clout. Mm-hmm. No, there are some women out here who are really doing it for themselves and not for anybody else because they want to look in the mirror. That's why I chose to start going to the gym. I hated what I seen in the mirror. And I was like, hey, I'm about to do something about it. And um, But there are some people who don't want to take that route. Right. Some people's like, I got the bread. <laughs> Fuck it. Let me just get some ass. And that's the reason I, I brought it up. That's why I asked you about going into the gym what kept you going what kept you determined is you had those seven habits that made you a very effective person i just felt like i was a fat slob and you and you did something to change it it's never too late everybody can do those things that they want to do to improve their life and that's all i'm saying you can have the enhancements but don't base your whole value on whatever these enhancements are because men don't want just that they want you as a whole person a woman personality Mm. included Righteous. So love yourself. That's all I'm saying. That's it. That's it. Love yourself. Synergize, bitch. <laughs> Why is that going to be the name of the episode? It might be. It might. According to, all right. Real quick. All right. Here's, here's what's been going on. Like, first of all. Should I do a rundown or are we? No, no, no. This right, is, cool. We still talking about shit. We, right. We'll get to the rundown. This ain't even a rundown. Story. Cool. Let's, let's go. Jim Jones said. That Pusha T is not one of the top 50 rappers. Do you agree? I would have to agree because Grinding is one of the hardest songs out there. Like the whole, like Pusha T is one of the greatest writers. You say he's not now. I know. Oh, but okay. I, oh, okay. I disagree with what he's saying. Uh-huh. I think Pusha T is one of the greatest writers in hip hop. Now, is he one of my favorite rappers no but he is one of the best writers out there i think he i think push be rapping like he got bars mm. he ain't no punchline rapper yeah and that, that's not he why he got I'm... metaphors though mm. is he better than jim jones yes there's yes. not even a question but i think he's a little one dimension one dimensional especially when it comes to like the subject matter he, he talk about coke and how he flip coke and sell coke Diet Coke and something more else about Coke. I mean, it's just a little, it's a little like, all right, man, what else can you do? Right. You're one trick pony. Hmm. But he makes the best metaphors about selling drugs ever. I don't know about top 50. He, mm-hmm. he in there, he in, he in that crop. But if I, if I, if I was to break down a list of my top 50 rappers, would he be in that top 50? I don't know. Mm. I gotta give it. I I love Push. I think Push is one of the one of the top fifty. I give it to him. You know what I'm saying? What what brought this conversation on? Um, Jim Jones? There's a Rap Caviar podcast from Spotify, mm-hmm. and they had Jim Jones on there, and they was just talking. He like he was saying Big Sean's bit better than Jim Jones was saying Big Sean's better than Pusha T. He said he really. <sighs> then he was just like he was saying like Yo man like he like he wasn't even the best person on good music. As I mean, okay, Saha was the best writer out of all of those. Right. Songs with Saha and Push on, Push a hold his own. So I, I don't know. Then he was like, ain't nobody checking for Push in the club, too. 
What the fuck? Ain't nobody checking for Jim Jones in the club. <laughs> all right, all, got frustrated. I, I did. I did. Because <laughs> balling was hard, nigga. I was but like, I couldn't commit to it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that shouldn't be. <laughs> club shouldn't be the only thing you you. Right. Qu- this is like that stupid ass conversation they was having between 50 and Lil Wayne. Like, bro, come on. Landslide. They was like 50 cents a better mixtape artist than Lil Wayne. Who the fuck would ever figure that? Do they have they heard of the no ceilings? Have they heard of anything Wayne was on in the 2000s? Mixtape era Wayne was, was a different He beast. was a monster. He would take your beat and just be like, That's my shit. I'll take it. I still listen to no ceilings as that's Lil Wayne's version. <laughs> oh, anyway. Yeah, like that whole, but see, that's a lot of East Coast bias too, bro. They and that's love, what I feel like this is. I personally feel like Pusha T will be in my top fifty because I feel like t- I feel like Pusha. I feel like Pusha T. Like you can't take away the clips era. Even the last two albums he drops were really good albums. Daytona was amazing. Daytona was fire. It's almost dry. But that was one of the best albums of last year, too. Mm. So Push got, he got the raps, bro. Right. Like, he got metaphors, bro. He, he's, he's, to me, he is a top 50 rapper. Okay. But I think a lot of people's going back and forth. Then it got to the point where people on Twitter was just like, well, who's better, Jim Jones and Pusha T? <laughs> Pusha T. It was a lot of niggas picking Jim Jones. Uh, lately, Jim Jones has gotten better with his pen. But, I mean, early days, Capo. Uh, we Hustle, ride. I like Hustle's poem album. I think that was a good one. Early Jim Jones. Mm-hmm. What was the one before that? Take him to church or something? I think so. Yeah, that one was. It was alright. But like, that's not even certified a, gangster. That's yeah. not even a um, slow rope, slow rock. Like I like Jim Jones. I think he even got better. Right. But he ain't push, bro. Like, yeah. If just, I if I had push. a budget and I was trying to get somebody on my album, who would I pick? Jim Jones or Pusha T? It's gonna be Pusha T. I feel like Pusher is gonna he gonna understand the assignment. And, and he made it. the McDonald's. I'm loving it. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then he dissed them niggas. Yeah. With Arby's. With Arby's beef. Ugh. Yeah. I fuck with it. Uh synergize. Um I, was, I, I just thought that was interesting. Twitter Twitter was ablaze with that shit. And I was just like, see y'all niggas wildin'. Mm. Or are they balling? Balling. <laughs> hey, I ain't go I I can't hold you, bro. Balling in the club is a fucking anthem. When you when you used to hear that, I mean, you I knew what time it was, nigga. <laughs> I said, "Uh oh!" And you can't see my eyes unless my head is bent. You dig? We fly, no lie. We born. Yeah, that shit was awesome. <laughs> I love that. We was in Vegas doing that shit, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, that shit was fire. It was fire. That was fire. <laughs> that was right when the album came out too. Yeah, mm. but yeah, y'all stop with the sh- chicanery. Pusha T is a fire. I well, I ain't gonna say people need to stop, but I feel like Pusha T is a top fifty rapper. I agree, but y'all need to stop these lists, bro. Now nah, they need something out. to talk yeah, about. That's, that's how they some do. Some of these lists, though, like the hip hop, they did the top twenty five hip hop media. <laughs> what does that even mean? The top twenty five hip hop media. It's probably only twenty five hip hop medias. <sighs> That list was interesting to say the least. I got you. So, and it was a little bit of shots taken back and forth from some of well, some people who were, who were big time in podcasting. So there's that. Yeah, interesting. Do what you got to do. 
I guess so. Stay relevant. Oh, before we go to, we got anything else we're going to right now? I was going to talk about, since you kept saying fire, that was going to lead me into a, one of my quick stories. Do, 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 fire, man. Fire. Well, speaking of fire, uh, have you heard about the French protests? Uh-uh. <laughs> so what the French are protesting about is they have, uh, well, actually, I got a little short clip we can go into real quick. Here we go. Protesters in France storming the offices of BlackRock overnight as violence continues to plague Paris. It was part of large-scale protests over President Emmanuel Macron's push to raise the retirement age from 62 to 64 in the name of pension reform. BlackRock is the world's largest asset manager. They work with private pension funds. They're trying to raise the retirement age, man, and the French are not having it. Hmm. I'm not mad at it. Because imagine putting all your money in your pension and you like maybe three years away from retiring or a year away from retiring. And then they come and say, yep, we finna raise the retirement age. You're like, hell no. Nah. It's like I've been working for here for years and, and I can't stand my boss. And they taking your pension and doing stuff with it. <laughs> they stealing the pensions. I think it's it's funny now because it ain't happening to you, but no, if that man, shit was your money. Come on, bro. You think they not stealing my, my shit? I know they stealing I know it. they doing it. Big ups to French it. for going out there and talking and doing what they need to do. Yeah. The French was the ones who uh, came out with the guillotine, and so they got that energy. Like, you know, I'm a firm believer in the guillotine. I feel that. So I'm... I'm that is that is kind of moving the goalpost. In which way? Shit, that's fucked up. Oh, you just said it. <laughs> you said, "Imagine you're about to be retired." Oh, well, like you got I, three more years. Okay, me. okay. Now I was trying to figure out where you was moving the goalposts away, away. Or towards. Yeah, okay, they move the goalposts. Yeah, fucking yeah. it up. It's like, yeah, ah, yeah. nigga, you can't. Ah, get... You almost got it. Yeah. Nah, not no. Nah, you gotta work three more years. Yeah, three more years and keep it going. Mm. So I think we ready to go. Mm. Oh, real quick. Hey, everybody who tuned in to Thursday Night Lights, continue to do so, man. I really appreciate mm-hmm. Thursday Night Lights. Is my live radio show. I do on B One K. BYNK Radio every Thursday from 7 to 9. I just got a big old, <laughs> it was a big show this past Thursday, just yeah. randomly. Nice. So I was just like, I just wanted to say thanks, everybody, for like tuning in. I don't know if it was, I, I, I post on Twitter all the time about it coming out. I do music news, I do music news, music drops. I leak some songs every now and again that I get early. So, but uh, it was just a, uh, so it's an influx all of a sudden. That's what I'm talking about. So I just wanted to say thank you for everybody who tuned in. Um, continue to do so so we can grow a little. Yeah. <laughs> every time I every time I hit them the applause, I think about dip dipset with. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that does sound like. <laughs> all right. Um, no, nah, it was just a. Uh, over, it was an overwhelming amount of people on nice. this past week. Well, I yeah. mean, it was up and down, but yeah, um, you been having some good just, questions on there. Just uh, thanks. Well, yeah. I'm about to change it up and actually have a number where people can call in and leave messages. Hey, now. that was a good so, idea. So, um, but yeah, just just thank you. I, it was just very random that we had a ton of people. So I don't know where it came from, and I'm not going to complain Look at about my it. African American over here. There you go, Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's my father now uh but 
no, um, I don't know if I mentioned it on the show or not. I don't know where. I just wanted to say thank you. Yeah, I, I just like, hey, it was a bunch of people who showed up all of a sudden out of nowhere. Yeah, so I'm just wanted to say thank you. If people you like you and they they respect wherever, you. So. They want to listen to you. Yeah. They want to hear more from the one and only Cole Jackson. Yeah, that was um. That was cool. It was kind of cool. I got a little nervous that night. So I, ain't <laughs> like, oh. I ain't had that many people since. Oh, I it was had all live. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Well, tune in for more music news and information from Cole Jackson every Thursday at what time? Oh, Thursday from seven p.m. to nine p.m. is a two-hour block. It's uh, me, some really cool music news stories, and some crazy opinions, and I, I give it to you for two hours, man. All I right. celebrate it for real for my. I do a, every week. I do a final four. My the last four songs of 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 the show is the four songs I'm taking into the weekend. It says okay. Pharrell had a birthday. All of those songs was dedicated to Pharrell. Like Beautiful. he produced it or he rapped on it or something. Like that, so I didn't play that. You're my favorite girl. Uh oh. But I just wanted to tell people thank you. I don't know where the fuck y'all came from, and I ain't gonna be. Just come back. Hopefully, I was good enough for y'all. Wanted that's to come not back. one of the four songs, really. I not that I wanted to play. <laughs> said, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Nah, I, I did like cash in, cash out. I did. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, it's new. Cash in, cash out, cash in. That song was a good song. I mean, I ain't say it wasn't, but cash in, cash out. Uh, clip song. Um, it was like when was the last time I think was that one. Which other one I did? I did one where he get he had off the uh, he had a song called the mantra off the Creed two oh, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was the other song? I can't even. I think, think it sounded a little like this. on the left. Shogun is on the right. I don't get no respect on this show. The rundown is where we take news clips, bites, stories, and all that. We go to Instagram, we buy, we buy a blue check to verify ourselves, we pay $15 a month, and then we give you our opinion about all of that shit. Yeah. Well, tell us about this verification of the blue check. Oh. Oh, I figured that, that, was, my... your, that, was, that no. was That was a great lead-in to not one of your stories. Yeah. Real quick, this is a, this is a headline that I had. <laughs> Expedia is launching a new chat GPT feature to help users plan trips. We're going to hell. <laughs> they try to get. We rid of are people. going to hell. <laughs> what is Chat GPT gonna help in the airline? How, I mean, how's it helping you plan your trip? Them niggas can't even put people on the planes now. <laughs> Boy, the price of convenience is very high. Yeah, they trying to fire folks, man. That's all that is. The price of convenience is is very high. How we much is a soul worth? We paying it. My first story. Right. TikTok is reported banned from use at all Florida state universities. According to reports, TikTok has been banned from the State University System of Florida Board of Governors due to the continued and increasing landscape of cyber threats. Mm -hmm. The board also banned other application software and developers related to the brand. Mm -hmm. It was a memo that was sent to the State University System president this past week, Chancellor Ray Rodriguez, and it said, quote, The regulations require institutions to remove technologies published in the United States or uh, or the SUS prohibited technology list from any university owned devices and to block network traffic associated with these technologies. Mm -hmm. The memo noted that the ban was effective immediately. The Florida Board of Governors also banned We uh, WeChat, WeChat, Ten Tencent, yeah, 
Casper, Casper C, and other affiliates. Hmm. I brought this to the show, Shogun, to ask, mm-hmm. are we going too far? Yes, because you remember when everybody was arguing about SIPA and all this stuff and the uh, the they didn't want net neutrality. They were like, yo, we got to have the open and fair free Internet. We have to have the open and fair where people can talk about whatever they want to talk. And if we have government censorship, this is not free speech. Now we're talking about we got to have censorship. Got to be controlled. Got to be. We got to <laughs> we got to we got to bottle this thing up before it gets too big. And this it's is bigger the, than us. This is the American hypocrisy that we have where it's like it's all great when it works in our favor. But when somebody else does the same thing that we were doing, but better, then we get mad. You can look at how China has used our same tactics against us and have developed a better economy than what we have. You can look at India. I mean, we, we see it happening all over us, all around us. And it's like America tends to argue for one set of rules, but plays up under a different set. Mm. And so. Do you think this happens at other states? Yeah, I mean, China, other states. You mean. <laughs> this thing's in your China. Well, that's why other I stopped. States, other states in the U.S. That they'll ban TikTok? Yeah. Like, well, right now, it really, it's just. So any Florida, any any university in the state of Florida, they it's banned. Like they're gonna block it. You can't use it. How you gonna stop them? Come on, bro. You you asking me a question? I have no idea. I, I mean, you, are you that. gonna go to everybody's phone and uninstall this app? Are you gonna go to everybody who goes to that school and say, "Well, if this carrier is is pinged to that person that's on our board of our students." And you're going to have them to force the carriers to delete the app off the phone? I want to know what the punishment is if you get caught with it. How the fuck are you going to enforce this? It's not It's not possible. Now, if it was something like a government issue phone and they have the app on the phone, then, yeah, I could see them saying blocking that one app or able to download. It might be people who are actually using the phones at the university that, that they give out. The That's school a, gives phones? I'm pretty sure they do to somebody. Oh, that's what's up? Hmm. That tuition is high. <laughs> so is Cheez-Its. Right. 507, my nigga. Uh, so is it the Big whole Mac school too. or is all schools in Florida? All universities, like college universities How in Florida, it? Yeah, this they're is, banning that This shit. is government overreach. This is overreach of power. Like, how you going to tell me I can't have an app? Like, just because I go to a school? Well, they're saying... Cyber threats. It's increasing. I don't care land- what they say. It's an increasing landscape of cyber threats that's going on. So we gotta. We well, let's gotta ban do something Wi-Fi. About it. Let's ban Wi-Fi. If we if we ban Wi-Fi, nobody can connect to me and nobody can threaten me. None of me. that makes sense. Well, none of this makes sense. But that's going through. Like I understand, Run DeSantis is the punching bag of the United <laughs> States, but this shit is fucking ridiculous. Is this coming from the governor or is this coming from the schools themselves? Like, where did this come from? No, the board of the state university systems of Florida's board of governors. That sounds so ridiculous. I've never heard of that before. I didn't know they had a board like so. That. The school- oh, so it must be all the must be all the governors. Yeah. It's, oh no, no, the board of governors that would be of the school, wouldn't it? I guess so. Uh, I don't. This is your story. I don't, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> but I, I just I didn't know it was. It got this 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 big and this bad. Uh, and I'm like, I I think we're taking this a little too far. Yeah. I don't really feel like. First of all, I feel like the whole thing is a farce. The cyber threat stuff that we they went to sending about, I, I feel like it's a farce. Tell personally. me this. So if you can ban TikTok, right? Is Facebook, Instagram banned? 
But that's what I'm saying. We was having the same problems with Cambridge Analytica and Facebook is still up and around. But so why is the China ran company wrong? Yeah, you none, of this shit, none of this shit makes sense. So no, Something's I, just you're odd. not gonna be able to enforce this. This is just like drugs. Drugs are illegal, but people get high every day. Well, I got a drug story for you too today. So <laughs> me too. They uh, said Coolio died of fentanyl overdose. I mean, damn, bro. <laughs> damn, man. I didn't even I say nothing. Too, man. I didn't even say nothing. But you, you are you wrong, bro? What you I, wrong? What did I say? It ain't, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> you didn't have to say it. I mean, you seen word. the nigga hair dog. Man, come on. You seen the hair dog. The hair, he, he, hold, he come held on, on to the come hair. Come on, show long, bro. Come on, show. He held on to the hair. Don't do that. <laughs> what you Don't do that, bro. I can't talk about Coolio. Y'all ain't got no love for Coolio. <laughs> That's fucked up. You didn't have to say nothing. It was just, well. I didn't even say nothing. well. <laughs> It wasn't what you said. Okay, Mac Miller yeah. also died from a fentanyl overdose. I know that's sad. That's very sad. But you was just like, well, <laughs> with Coolio, you was just like, I mean, I didn't know Coolio had such a, I didn't know Coolio was a soft spot in your heart. Like, hey man, it's Coolio. <laughs> we in Gangsta's Paradise on, right now. Right on fantastic. Hey, slide, slide, slide. Slide. Hey, look what this city is doing today. Yeah, it was. <laughs> tell, you, tell your story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said, "Well, <laughs> <laughs> talk about look at his hair. Mm. That's fucked up, bro." Well, rest in peace, Coolio. <laughs> Yes. I, I still love you, brother. I still love him, He did the Keenan and Kel. He did the Keenan and Kel uh, 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 theme song. I feel you, bro. I feel you. Sad. Sad when your heroes <laughs> let you down like this. Shit. <laughs> sad when they you do this shit, to you. Man. But then, then somebody should have advised them, bro. Let the hair go. Like everything else was bald. Well, if they could have did that, they could have kept him for fentanyl. But you see what happens. That's what I'm saying. They should have said it. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Rest in peace, Coolio. Black people have been saying that the police <laughs> have been a nuisance in their community for a very long time. Would you agree with that? Yes. Okay. The police often. Do some terrible shit. They show up, start fucking up. Anytime they on the block, people like, yep, they go one time. They get out the way. They try to make sure they don't have any interactions with the police. Would you agree with that? That's right. Okay. Most of the time, when as a black man, when I'm driving, and I look in my rearview mirror, I see a police officer behind me. I'm smarting up a little bit. I'm going to straighten up, you know, make sure everything's straight. I'm going, driving forward. Eyes forward. I ain't looking back. My hat. I might even flip that bitch around. I keep it going. Because I don't want to interact with the police. Okay. The police usually will be on some fuck shit. Nine times out of ten. Here's another story of the police. On some fuck shit. Being on some fuck shit. Tonight, a fatal mistake leaves one New Mexico man dead at the hands of police. It's a terrible event. And I'm heartbroken over it. Farmington police say officers responding to a domestic violence call in this neighborhood mistakenly went to the wrong address around 1130 Wednesday night. Police were called to this home at 5308 Valley View Avenue, but instead arrived at this home across the street at 5305. The police chief says officers knocked, identifying themselves as police. The homeowner answering the door with a gun in his hand. The man, Robert Dotson, was armed with a handgun as he opened the door. What followed was a chaotic scene. 
with officers retreating and opening fire. Mr. Dotson was struck and later died at the scene. It's still unclear if the homeowner fired the weapon. New Mexico State Police issuing a statement about the incident say, quote, Mr. Dotson's wife, also armed with a handgun, fired from the doorway of the residence. Once again, officers fired. Once she realized that the individuals outside the residence were officers, she put the gun down and complied with the officer's commands. The tragic error all captured on body camera footage yet to be released by police. What I will tell you as the chief, is that this is an extremely traumatic event and that I am just heartbroken by the circumstances surrounding this. Farmington Police Chief Steve Hebby trying to find the right words while his department faces certain scrutiny. This is a, a very dark day uh, for Farmington PD, for our community, for the Dotson family. I extend nothing but my deepest condolences to the Dotson family. Um, there's nothing I can say that will make this better. And Valerie Castro joins us uh, now from New York with more. Cole, what you think about it so far? That's typical. Yeah. They're I mean, always fucking up. I mean, this isn't the, the only time that we've heard of a situation like yeah, this. Yeah, they do this go. all the time. So what happened was it was a domestic violence call. So somebody called the police somehow to you know to check out what was going on from the domestic disturbance they instead of going to 3508 they went to 3505 and uh can't tell the difference between the eight and the five 11 o'clock at night they knocking on the door they 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 say they announced themselves said hey it's the police man came to the door opened the door and had a gun in his hand and somehow the police retreated and gunshots exchanged but then they said, well, we don't even know if the man shot the gun. So what it sounds like from my perspective is they seen the dude at the door. They seen he had a gun in his hand. They ran and started shooting at the man. They struck the dude. The wife got the blicky. She started shooting She's back. Shooting bow, 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 bow. Then when she realized, oh, my nigga, y'all cops. My bad. I didn't know what was going on. You shot my husband. Shit, we need to call the police. <laughs> But we are. That's what I'm saying. Oh fuck! What the fuck? How did how did y'all shoot my yeah. husband? It was dark. Wasn't nothing hell wrong. Is hot. <laughs> R.P. to DMX. That's the man I respect. Anyway, He's let's go. Crackhead. Yeah, he was. Okay. But he had his flaws, man. <laughs> but Coolio don't get no love. I ain't saying he get no love. He's he just like, well, didn't get no hugs. Like, well, you know. He get he get flowers. He don't get no roses. <laughs> That ain't shit. That is that's terrible. That ain't shit. That ain't shit like these police officers who sit here and shot a man at his own house. Isn't possession nine-tenths of the law? He, that's his house, right? He has the right to come here with... Hey, yo, I'm getting there. He has, <laughs> he, has, he has the right to come to the door, to his own home, right. his door, with a gun in his yeah. hand because he has a Second Amendment right. He get to exercise those rights. He didn't point the gun at the police. He didn't... He, Open the door trying to figure out who it was. They seen a gun in his hand. He said, peekaboo. And then they started shooting. I guess they peeked too hard. They're, they're saying they haven't released the body cam footage yet. Uh, do you expect to see the police officers actually... What, what do you expect to see from the body cam? How it went down? You think they're going to show it? I mean, that, one, that lady... Probably going, she gonna cry for justice. So yeah, yeah, that's fucked up. It's very fucked up. 
Y'all niggas need to learn how to read. Well, I can't say that because I don't know how to read. Well, it's not, it's not the reading. They need to learn how to read the room. Because <laughs> the man came to the door with a gun in his hand. That shouldn't immediately set you off. Come on, bro. We're talking about the police here. Why is that the escape? That ain't the escape. That's the fucking, that's what the rule is. They're the police. They always do this. Which effective habit is this? Is this seven? I don't know. That's a bad joke. That is a bad joke. Synergy. I started started going and I was like, oof, that shit died. Too late now. They're not very effective, but they're effective of evacuating people's souls from their body. Yeah, well, they killed that nigga. Yeah, they definitely killed that nigga. And he wasn't a black dude. Yeah. Oh, it don't matter no more. <laughs> it don't seem Racism like Racism is dead now. Racism is dead. And then the justice system killed it. Right. Is that what you're saying? Is, the police is, they, they don't care. Hold that thought. What you got for us? Oh, I said, see, I can't do nothing with you. Crack is back. <laughs> crack is now happening in New York. Mm-hmm. Here's a quote. We are seeing a resurgence of crack. This is what Frank Tarantino, who heads the DEA in New York, uh, New York division, is saying. He's noting that other forms of cocaine are booming as well. Quote, the demand never really went away, but the supply has increased exponentially. Hmm. If that's how you say that word, I'm pretty sure it ain't. The mass supply of coke has driven down the street prices to levels <laughs> not seen in decades. Ooh. Law enforcement officials said this uh, this past Wednesday, adding that a single-use rock can be had for as little as... Wait, 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 wait. We, we, can't, we can't give them the prices, nigga. Too late. As little as $5 for a, box, for a box of cheeses, you can buy you a crack rock. Hey, okay. City narcotics prosecutor Bridget Brennan says authorities are seeing turf wars breaking out yet again as the battle for the streets corners have started up again when crack just like when crack first hit the streets. The battle for the rock. <laughs> Brennan's office is in charge of targeting crack gangs in Upper Manhattan. Quote, the groups want to control the territory and they have to sell a lot. Mm. And if someone else is encroaching on them, they are not going to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Historically, we've seen violence associated with them, and a, and a certain and certainly in our current investigation that we've seen, it's going on right now. Now the city is also grappling <laughs> with regular cocaine, which now sells for guess this, about ten dollars per twist. Dang! Law enforcement uh, sources added this. Uh, they also went on to say another concern. Is, <laughs> another concern is possibly. Uh, of instant death due to fentanyl, fentanyl. The, pot- the potent, hot, highly addictive opioid that's been found mixed with cocaine mm-hmm. and other illicit drugs. Yeah. Now, investigators continue to work uh, together to bust. <laughs> wait, what? To bust packing operations. I didn't know there was packing operations. Yeah, they don't where, pack it here in the states. Where blends are made using cocaine, fentanyl, heroin, meth, trimadol, and Damn. a sedative called xanolene. Nigga getting fucked up. Here's a quote. <laughs> What we're seeing here is <laughs> wait, hold on. What we're seeing is this stash locations where you can have kilos of all kinds of different drugs in the same place and then they'll make a mini meal. The meal's equipment alongside the stashes. Oh, a meal. Okay. Yeah. Like a, a meal process. Right. There's no quality control. That's where the overdoses come in at. Mm-hmm. The cascade of important coca- imported cocaine comes from a 50% surge in Colombian coca production. Hey. With crops now covering 245,000 hectares. Up 
to 160,000 hectares. I don't even know what that is. is mm, that's a Mexican acre? measurement system. All right. During the height of the cocaine. Oh, okay. <laughs> During the height of the cocaine craze in the 1990s. So, apparently, New York has seen a resurgence of crack. Do you feel like the drug drugs are about to shoot up here going into the summertime or do you think this well, is just a one-time thing this is definitely not a one-time thing and i think i said this on the podcast i said this is a good time for crack i said crack is about to have a resurgence look at this i didn't even know this shit that was happening new and york the fact that you would dare say shoot up in an article and a story <laughs> about crack come on sir these people are trying to kick a habit just like coolio you're gonna sit there and dangle this habit in front of these people. We just talked about seven efficient habits of a highly efficient man. Which one you think this is for a for for a crackhead? I don't, I'm not a win's a win. You keep going in on Coolio, bro. This is kind of fucked up that All you're right. doing that. That's sad. Look, that's why I got the story. You did say, I "Hey, did say that." Yeah, crack's coming back. Yeah. Resurgence. Yeah. So what do you think? Do you think this summer we're just going to see some really bad off situations with drugs? Like it's New York is always the starting point when shit starts to go widespread throughout the country. So do you think it's going to be a new crack epidemic? Because they're getting this shit for cheap. I didn't know it was going for the E-prices. Yeah. Uh, what, so what I've heard they're trying to do is with the fentanyl pills, they're trying to change the color of the pills that where they're like a pinkish color. So if people are cracking or cracking or grinding that up <laughs> and, and if they're grinding up those fentanyl pills and putting it in everything else, like if they cut the dope with it, you can see that the color is going to be off. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll save some lives for some people. Uh, is this a resurgence? I don't think it is. I think this is just we're now highlighting on addiction in America. It's so many people who are fighting these things because of the times that we're in. Like these are stressful times. They said suicide went up during the pandemic and so did addiction. And nobody had they, people didn't have the facilities to turn to folks to help, you know, do these addictions. So we had, what, two years, three years of people just struggling on their own, trying to figure out what they can do. And then let alone businesses were shut down. People's 401ks was destroyed. People's savings was shot out. I mean, this is expected. You're going to you, these are the times that we're in. Mm. I'm just I'll put it out there. My, personally. I really do feel like the drug epidemic is going to get real bad this summer. I agree. Like, I just feel like when people start, when New York start making news about crack going up, crack like the crack, like crack yeah. is really like back for real. Mm-hmm. And people are actually being super violent over the corners and stuff like that. Plus, these people are mixing all of this stuff together in one spot. Yeah, bro. Like, we we about to see a resurgence of, and it, you know what's funny? What's that? Usually when we go through a recession period or a tough period when it comes to the economy, Drugs always go up, like drug yes. use always. I mean, you just explained yeah. it very eloquently, but I just wanted to reiterate, like, we're at a time now where, like, it's very hard for us to be able to have, the economy's, like, suck. It's fucking sucks I, dick. <laughs> and typically, when that happens, it's just like, you know, yeah. nothing like a $5 crack rock to get me. Yeah, just a little bump. A little bump. I bump a little. A little bit, you know, sometimes. Bump a little. Sometimes the cake is baked, but. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Damn, what I do this time? Fuck you, bro. Like, you just. Is it the arrogance that I have when yes. I speak? <laughs> I yes, felt, it is. I felt it that time. I was like, uh, okay, that was, that was a little mean. <laughs> okay. Uh, 
<laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? A lot. Take me bait, Woody. Fuck you, man. I didn't even put the Woody on it. Uh, okay. You think Birdman do cocaine? This is a random question. <laughs> yes. Why, did, why would he not? This nigga got a star tattooed on the top of his bald head. That's cocaine actions. Like, I ain't none of that shit cool. Who wins? Who win what? Birdman or Tyson? Mike Tyson? <laughs> or Tyson Chicken? Because that nigga, he, he looking pretty big. Birdman look pretty tough. No, he don't. <laughs> Maybe if you a cannibal, but that nigga don't look tough. What the fuck? Yeah, he's named Birdman. Nigga, fuck out of here. Fly away. You don't think he lasts around? No. Maybe if they was gay, but he can last some rounds that way, but not in a fight. Keep throwing them at me. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> this is it. I just like, no, Birdman can't fight. He ain't got no hands. So? No. He fight a little bit. All right, who win? Birdman, Master P. Master P going to beat the brakes off of Birdman. What are you talking know, about? Bro. In a physical altercation, in Master P versus Birdman. Master P was in the NBA. No, man. Get the fuck out of here, dog. P might lose that. He one, ain't bro. losing shit. P he might. ain't never lost shit in his life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad now. I see how you feel about Coolio. P ain't losing shit, nigga. Fuck out of here. Fuck you know, for thinking man. that shit. P might lose that. This bitch is not all that. Right. That's the wrong one. Damn, and man. I'm mad. This bitch is regular. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what no nigga say. This bitch regular, man. <laughs> I can't stop him. He going. That's Boozy. Boozy just going to do what he want to do. No, P ain't losing. I don't know, bro. Birdman might get that nigga. No. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Let me look at a picture of this nigga. You don't think Birdman could beat P? No. Why do you think Birdman could fight? I don't know, bro. I don't know, bro. Birdman might How beat that nigga. How do you think this nigga? dude can look out for him? Birdman rapper. <laughs> That guy, you think he can fight? I mean, this guy, you think he can fight? No, I don't know, man. Man, no, <laughs> man, these fake ass. No, I don't know, cuz I, I, I know. I think I, Birdman might win that one. No, nah, bro, Birdman against P. No, sir. P wears suits all the time. Now he, he. so you letting the, the image fool you? <laughs> I'm just saying, P wear suits. I ain't, I ain't seen P in no regular clothes in a long time. The nigga said P fight. <laughs> I ain't, I just want to see. I just know P was in the NBA. You not you not fucking with P oh, though, no, bro. He gonna make you say, huh? Oh, nah, nah, see, nah. P wear suits all the time. He got them new teeth. I wear suits, and I, if if I needed them, I would get new teeth. That's how you know he doing. I right. Birdman ain't got new teeth money. He got diamond teeth money. I don't know, man. Birdman might get that nigga. Nah, I ain't rock. I ain't rocking with you on this one. <laughs> I ain't rocking with you on this one. I don't look, even like it. Look at that. Which one? Right there. Which one? He got his shirt off. You think that's oh that's going? Oh my God, he's got tattoos. Oh no, man, he might. He might. Hey, we we gotta have the. He might. Have he might. He. What the hell? Why they zooming in on his nipple? What the fuck? He probably had a BBL. Uh, I don't care. That, that nigga said, that nigga said, hell no. He said, P ain't never lost anything in yeah, his I life. never lose, man. Let this shit go. Matt Birdman can't fight, and I say that all day. Okay. Uh, I respect, I respect you. I respect you. Mm-hmm. I respect what you're saying, bro. It's no, all good. Shit, he said, nah, I know why Coolio, why Coolio hit so hard. <laughs> right, I was trying to do this one. Fuck you talking about, bitch. <laughs> That's what Boosie should have said about you trying to talk about Master P first Birdman. Hell no. Nah. No, <laughs> I don't know, man. He might get him. He might get P. 
I'm trying to decide what I want to go to. You next. might get pee. I will. Since you're talking about entertainment, and I feel like this is a dumb thing for some people to get upset about, let's talk about Kid Rock. I mean, since you were talking about Crack Rock, let's talk about the next rock, and that's Kid Rock. Wouldn't it be Chris? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Grandpa's feeling a little frisky today. Let me uh, say something to all you and be as clear and concise as possible. Fuck Bud Light and fuck Anheuser-Busch. Have a terrific day. Well, we see what he he's a second amendment type of guy. I respect that. I respect it. Nobody was hurt. You know, he just waving his gun around, shooting some beer. I think it's stupid. Bullets are very expensive right now. I wouldn't be wasting my ammo. Um, Everything expensive. So what made Kid Rock shoot up a box of Bud Light? Well, since it's a, a weird transition that I'm going through to get to this story, that seems to be the highlight topic that everybody's mad about is transition. <laughs> Hey, shit, I know. I'm just trying to find ways to make it better. <laughs> Everybody's mad about some kind of transition these days. And so is Kid Rock. Today, Bud Light facing some backlash over its partnership with a trans influencer. Take a look. There's a video posted by Kid Rock that has more than a million views. Hundreds of comments praising him for shooting at cases of Bud Light. Other videos posted online show people like dumping their Bud Light into trash bins and down sinks, even destroying cans of the beer. Why? Well, Bud Light had teamed up with trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney during the NCAA's March Madness college basketball tournament. And while March Madness has officially wrapped up by now, it seems like the response to this partnership just seems to be getting more and more intense. Jay Valle, who's been following this story, is here with us now. Explain this. Explain the timeline here. Well, after Dylan posted that, Hallie, thank you for having me, first of all. But, you know, after Dylan posted this video, I mean, a lot of backlash came, mostly from conservatives. And then when you have those individuals and, and, and with larger platforms like Kid Rock, you can imagine the conversation ignited even more. But Dylan Mulvaney is no stranger to the backlash from conservatives who, you know, as she has 10 million followers on TikTok, and she's a trans woman who has documented her experience for over a year now. You know, I, I assume now that Dylan received backlash on a daily basis, so she did not respond to our request for comment. What are we hearing from Bud Light on this? Yeah, Bud Light, is, I mean, the last 48 hours, as these videos have thousands of views, they did not ignore what conversations were being sparked. And Bud Light sent a statement, actually. Um, and Hauser Bush works with hundreds of influencers across their brands and as one, many ways to authentically connect with their audiences across various demographics is to partner with these influencers. So, I mean, as at this point, I mean, these videos, again, continuing to flow in and that backlash is, is pretty intense there, as you know, that Kid Rock video has over a million views now. Jay Valle, thank you very much for that thank breakdown. You. We'll read more about it. I know. How you feel about Kid Rock being mad at the trans people? I, Actually, not even the trans people. Kid Rock being mad at Bud Light. Why do people get so connected with brands where they do shit like that? I don't know. Companies, corporations don't care about you. Let me burn my you're Nikes. A, you're, a, you, you're a piece of money to these corporations. Let's boycott everything. Can't. I mean, I need it, gas. 
to go to work. Should boycott. So I can pay my bills. Boycott the Saudis because a lot of them. Never mind. That's a joke that's not needed for today. <laughs> you on, hey, bro, you <laughs> on a roll this <laughs> week. Not you? needed for today. You, you on a roll. I, I got close. I was like, Mm-mm. nah, I don't want that heat. <laughs> I think people get connected to these brands a little bit too um, easy. Uh-huh. And I feel like. That's just extreme, bro. It like is very extreme. They're the a corporation is there to make money so they can continue to thrive in this economy, correct? Right. But when my identity is wrapped up into this a corporation, now it's like you guys are changing, so you're affecting my identity. Wait, I ain't seen no Kid Rock Bud Light commercials. Mm, I don't know. Well, no, it's an American brand. It's a cultural thing. Have like they looked at America here so, recently. Exactly, and it's, that's uh, a plethora. Is that even plethora? Is the word okay? There's a lot of people. Plethora. I don't yeah. read. Yeah. You read but enough. We read well. What? Which one? What rule was that? Number that two. Was, win is a win. Okay, there you go. <laughs> uh, see, that's what I don't. I don't get, man. Like people pledge their loyalties to brands when the brands don't aren't loyal to them. When it comes to certain ain't no situations. such thing as loyalty, like in brand wise. That's what I'm saying, but I feel like that whole situation went down, or that whole thing with Kia Rock went down, and these other people because they're loyal to Anheuser Busch and Bud Light, and it's just like, well, that's, I, that's this is what we drink, and this is our brand, yeah. And, and I get that part. I, I understand that it would be kind of weird if it, if a brand that I really fuck with did something dramatic and changed the way that I used to look at that brand. I would be kind of weird, especially me as a man who never used to wear Adidas, or I mean, I never used to wear Nikes. I'm wearing Nikes now. I said it's a little rough right now for Adidas. That's because of Kanye. But I don't think what Adidas is doing had anything to do with Kanye. That's mm-hmm. Kanye screwing up his business dealings with Adidas. Yeah. So if if Bud Bud Light, what's it? He has Bud Light. If Bud Light can choose influencers like rappers and rock and roll guys like Kid Rock. If they did, I don't know if they did. But if they can choose those people to represent the brand, well, a rapper is going to say something I don't agree with. A kid rock is going to say something I don't agree with. So who am I to disagree with that? Mm-hmm. But I understand it when it's something as a core value to these people that they feel like, well, a man can't be a woman, so I'm going to stand on this rock and then be like, no, I'm not going to do that. But every company, just like you just said so eloquently, every company today is trying to figure out a way how to make money. And they're using the trans situation. They're using the black situation. They're using the white situation to make money. We are just a product to them. Yeah. We worker bees. And we have to feed it to the economy and to feed it to these corporations by giving them money. And they have to, like they said in the statement, right? They use different kind of demographics. The trans community is a demographic that they use to be able to get money. So I don't see you mad and you destroying these cans, destroying these 12 packs. You still had to buy them. Yeah. And 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 for those who are going to scream about Kid Rock, I have listened to Kid Rock. I am a Kid Rock fan. I like his music. I've been to his bar in Nashville. I don't think he's a racist. I don't think he hates people. I think he doesn't agree with the trans movement right now, but that's a lot of people because it's new. It's a it's a new yeah. ideal that seems to be forced fed into society right now and i think that's really what we need to focus on is what is the issue that he has with the trans people because i don't think he wants to kill trans people i don't think he wants them not to exist i didn't i didn't get that from that video i didn't either 
I think he just disagrees with the decision to have a trans influencer from Bud Light, which is a brand that he really values. Right. So that's all I'm saying. Like, let's for the pitchforks before they come out and start marching on people. Like, let's let's talk about this first. What he did was wrong. It's stupid. You're mad about trans, but why? That's that's me. Seek first to be understood. I think he. I think he was just a bit upset with his brand or the the company going with a trans person to be an influencer for their for that for that beer. But it's like, bro, like if you if you want to control the narrative, buy stock in the company or have your own brand. Like I think he has his own whiskey and stuff. Yeah. Like, so what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I don't really. I don't get it. Like I said this on a previous episode, I said the trans debate is turning to hate. Like they just don't want these people to exist. Man. That's what it's starting to feel like. But I know it's more to it than just that. Like, I, I just, I just feel like this is, it's that was extra. It's very extra for it's nothing. Especially just shooting. get another beer, bro. Like yeah, but light ain't even that good. <laughs> well, you're. You're not, you're not. I'm about to call him Chris Rock. You're not Kid Rock who drinks it all the time. So who knows? I don't know. I don't know Kid Rock like that. That's his. That's his brand of choice. So yeah, I feel you guys. I mean, brands do some stupid shit, and sometimes you got to. But they don't have any loyalty to you. Brands have loyalty to a dollar. Exactly, and so they said, "Fuck it, we gonna spend our dollar on other things." And that's Bud Light's issue to fix. But I don't think you should be wasting your bullets. Not on that. Not in these trying times. Well, he's not going to get out there and fight for our country. So that's what I'll be liking about some of these overly patriotic motherfuckers. They they do that type shit in their backyard. But when it comes come down to it, I don't think that motherfucker would get out there and fight a war for none of that other bullshit. Hmm. Be sitting there in the back shivering like a bitch. That's just my take on it. And I don't think Kid Rock can whoop my ass, so. No, I agree I with you. With I, I know Kid Rock couldn't whoop your ass, but he'll shoot your ass, and I don't want that I, to happen. They ain't stop making guns when they made him. I know that's right. <laughs> that's <laughs> the eight, niggas eight better black. realize. Hey, my boy Lil Wayne said it, that I ain't get your mind right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that I ain't get your mind right, nigga. Do you have a clip for the cat? I mean, I can read this. I got it. But we both uh, have that story. I kind of keep do it, it on your stuff. Yeah. All right. For y'all who don't know, the Cash App founder, Bob Lee, got killed in a stabbing incident in, in the Bay in San Francisco. Here's the story. I feel like he had so much more to offer, and this is just shocking that this has happened. Now at 6 o'clock, heavy hearts tonight as family and friends grapple with the death of 43-year-old Bob Lee. Lee, who was living here in Miami, was the founder of the mobile payment service Cash App. Sadly, he became the victim of a brutal stabbing in California just two days ago. CBS News Miami's Peter Dench joins us now with the latest on the investigation. Bob Lee had lived in a condominium building here in Miami with his father since last fall. In a Facebook post, his father said their life together had been an adventure. Bob Lee was well known in the tech world. He founded Cash App, a mobile payment service, and moved on to a top credit card processing company, Square. Most recently, he was a chief product officer at MobileCoin, a cryptocurrency payment system based in San Francisco. He brought people together. He brought technologies together. Um, he was a wonderful father. He, he was just always 
doing the best they possibly could. Lee's longtime friend Doug Dalton says they met years ago when they were both software engineers starting their careers. Dalton said Lee was in San Francisco to see friends and family, and he saw him the night before he was stabbed to death. That area that he was walking back from was headed right towards his hotel. Police say surveillance tape captured Lee on his cell phone walking down a sidewalk after the incident and then collapsing. On Facebook, his father Rick Lee said, I just lost my best friend, my son Bob Lee, when he lost his life on the street in San Francisco early Tuesday morning. He said he and Bob moved to Mill Valley after Bob's mother died in 2019 and moved to Miami last October. He said Bob would give you the shirt off his back. He would never looked down on anyone and adhered to a strict no-judgment philosophy. Bobby worked harder than anyone and was the smartest person I have ever known. He said his son will be missed and he thanked everyone for their support. There is now a growing makeshift memorial at the place where Lee lost his life. I feel like he had so much more to offer and this is just shocking that this has happened. At this point it is not clear why Lee was attacked. No arrests have been made. San Francisco police say they are working very hard to solve this case. In Miami, Peter Dench, CBS News, Miami. I got to apologize because I laughed when I saw Peter Dench. I thought of those French protesters who were storming for their for they, uh, they, they pension. When I seen that old man still in the field, I was like, hey, why are you retired yet? Did they move the goalposts with him, too? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That wind looked like it was going to push him over. Damn, Peter. Yeah, yeah, man. All right. How about Peter, man? But you know what? how I would help Peter out? Uh, Donating to his cash app. Because cash app has saved so many lives out there. It helped me out. Me personally, I got a testimony. One time, I was a little short on some money, and I ain't know what to do. I hit somebody up. I was like, hey, man. Can you send me something on my cash app? And guess what? They did. That's thanks to Bob Lee. So I think everybody's just like, oh, yeah, like government name. That's like national news. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But the strange, I brought this to the show. I think Shogun might be thinking the same way. I don't know because I ain't in his head. But it's a little funny how somebody who is such a great person, mm -hmm. who has uh, such a hard worker, mm -hmm. who has given so much to the tech industry, mm -hmm. Just all of a sudden gets stabbed and killed. Yeah, stabbing. At around 2.35 a.m. in the morning. I mean, that is prime stabbing hours. <laughs> I mean, anytime I'm stabbing something, yeah, it, it might be around 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm getting a stab at it. You know what I'm saying? I get the early morning. Just going for it, boy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I be trying to, trying to do the in-depth shit. When it's my time to do the in-depth shit, you be like, well, you know, it is prime. Coolio was out there around about that time with his fentanyl addiction. Get lie, look, look, look. San Francisco would be the place for somebody to get stabbed to death. They have a terrible homeless population that's going on right now. And so you can plausibly say that, man, some crazy homeless person looking for their next fix stabbed the, 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 the cash app, man. Or that's a good cover story. Because, mm. yeah, I feel like this man might have been targeted, might have been murdered, might have been, you know, might have had a price on his head. So um, I think the guy had a lot going on in the tech industry. That coin that he had, the uh, what was it called? The mobile, the mo. He had a cryptocurrency startup called Mobile Coin. You know, I think that Mobile Coin, crypto was was about to take off for real, for real. 
I feel like he was targeted too. Yeah. Now I can't give you. It's because it's a stabbing. That's the weird thing for me. Like, why would you uh, 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 stab the man and then? Because this video out. Have you seen the video? I, I I glanced at the video. I didn't want. They didn't show him getting stabbed. They showed him getting up when the police arrived. Right. And him, you know, I don't think he died right then. I think he died no, at the hospital. He died at the hospital. And so it, it could have been like Martin Luther King. You know, somebody could have been. We know Jesse did that. No, I didn't, no. Do you know the story for real? Like they said, Martin arrived at the hospital alive. Like they could have saved his life, and the doctor snuffed him out. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think? Well, I guess I've already asked the question. You've already answered. It. I, yeah, it, it looks a little foul to me. It just something's very... like. Why would you want to kill this man? Like, if you're a homeless person, and you're trying to get some money from him. That's the nigga to rob, not kill. Why was he? Walking by himself at two o'clock in the morning. That's weird. I agree. He was right down the street. But where was he coming from? His buddy said, Hey, like he went to see. He was right down he was right down the street from his hotel. hotel. Yeah. And just all of a sudden at two thirty five in the morning. It just don't feel something's fishy for me. When the last time you went walking at two o'clock in the morning? Nah, I don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These niggas will kill you, bro. I live in Birmingham, bro. What? Hell no. Nah. Fresh meat. Yeah, these niggas are up. Like, oh, and and, and then I ain't gonna go to Waffle House for, right. for an all star, nigga. Right. <laughs> On your behalf. I feel like it, I think it's way more to it than than just him, just a random stabbing yeah. incident. I feel like this guy was targeted. I tend and to. And I feel agree. like it was a it was more to what was going on with him than just they was like oh he's such a nice guy and all this other right. stuff and he's I, mm, it just don't feel it don't feel right i also uh, i think the federal government is talking about coming out with their own like cur- uh, cash app type app mm. and so maybe they trying to eliminate the competition maybe he had some new type of software that was going to shut them down i mean it's, it's you can come up with all types of theories and motives it's just weird that somebody would stab this man. I think that mobile coin was going to have some steam behind it. Because right now, I think they're trying to, you know, they're trying to regulate cryptocurrency currently. Mm-hmm. The one thing that makes cryptocurrency great is it's decentralized. Mm-hmm. And so. But there's a lot of heads up there in Senate that's trying to wrangle this shit in and, well, and try to, they're trying to uh, do your own research. Don't go off what I tell you. I, I, I read some wild ass shit, but. There's people up there up top that are really trying to uh, put regulations on cryptocurrency and they're trying to put it in a chokehold and they're trying to regulate this shit. And mm-hmm. and I feel like with him starting a new mobile coin and him being, I mean, he, he changed the game completely. He definitely did. So I feel like with with this mobile coin that he was going to start up, I'm pretty sure it had steam behind it. He had a, probably had a ton of backers. You know what? And I feel like, that was just something else that they just couldn't couldn't regulate. So I, I'm just saying, you know, in my wild, wild way of thinking, it just feels like they might have kind of bumped them off. They kind of bumped them off. Uh, and this is all, hey, this is all wild thinking. I'm not saying any of this is fact. Please do your own research. Don't go off of just what I'm saying because I'm a nigga with a microphone that just be talking shit some days. But it just... It just feels weird. That's all I'm saying. So while you were talking, I, I Googled up a, a, a thing that says the Fed now. I, I don't know who. Oh, this is Willie D. I don't think we should play that. Yeah, no, don't play that. Yeah, baby. yeah. But Fed now is apparently the app. Let me see if I can find that. Oh, shit. 
Not Willie D. Yeah, Willie. I mean, sometimes he has some good stuff on there. Well, well, that's the app. It's called Fed Now. Just do your own research about um, Fed Now. Fed Now and, and Cash and, App. Uh, look into um, regulate being regulation of cryptocurrency. Well, it's funny that you brought that to our attention because I also had some things I wanted to talk about with money. Do you, have you heard of the term? I ain't got none, so I don't know if I can talk about well, it. Well, you're not about to be the only one. We're all about to go through a crisis. Have you heard about the de-dollarization? Yes. Have you heard? Of, oh, damn. I was not expecting you to say yes. <laughs> but continue. I mean, no, Sugar. No, that's fine. No. You've like heard to... about de-dollarization. Well, let me tell you what is fueling the de-dollarization of what's going on. Please do. Have you heard of the BRICS nations? Uh, No, I have not. Well, guess what the BRICS nations is? What is that? It is a correlate. Cocaine? Well, not only that. <laughs> if you know, you know. Well, it, Brazil is one of the BRICS nations. It's the B in the BRICS. Of course. So, I mean, it's only right, right? Mm. Crack in New York. Hey. Makes sense. Makes most sense. And if it don't make dollars, it, it don't, don't make, make sense. Synergize. What is BRICS? BRICS, or Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, is a group of five leading emerging economies. BRICS emerged in 2001 as BRIC, and was later joined by South Africa in 2010. The group became a formal geopolitical entity from 2009 onwards, with summits and coordination of policies. The BRICS countries account for around 27% of the world's land surface, and approximately 42% of the global population. The grouping is considered a competitor to the G7 bloc, with competing institutions and initiatives in the areas of development economics, financial reserves, currencies, and payments. Okay, that's basically telling you about the groups of those nations, the BRICS. Why is BRICS so important right now? Well, because of the D-dollars. you gotta move that work. You definitely gotta move that work, and work is moving down south. <laughs> I'm good at this. It always is. <laughs> They go for 20s down there. <laughs> they go for 20 down there. <laughs> Money stretch longer. China and Brazil just agreed to trade in their own currencies. India says it is ready to trade in a rupee with the countries that have dollar shortage. Why is there a rising tendency to ditch the U.S. dollar as an intermediary currency in trade? Yes, yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I, I think since uh, last year, the uh, war between uh, Russia and Ukraine, uh, basically uh, raised the alarm bell, you know, among uh, many of the participants in the U.S. dollar system. You know, basically, Russia has its uh, entire uh, foreign uh, uh, exchange reserve being uh, frozen by the U.S. authority, you know, to the amount of uh, 300, almost 300 billion U.S. dollars, which is, you know, a, a monumental figure. All right, so, you know, it really raised the alarm clock that, uh, raised the alarm that, you know, the U.S. is trying to use the U.S. dollar uh, as a weapon, you know, to weaponize it against, you know, any adversary that it has. All right, so, you know, countries has to uh, come up with a backup uh, option. And, and obviously, uh, China being one of the biggest, well, I think it's the biggest uh, trading nation uh, in the world. All right, so I think China now is uh, signing contracts with uh, many of the uh, trading counterparts, uh, you know, trying to establish uh, trade settlements using uh, Chinese RMB. Uh, for example, you know, the trade agreement that we had this morning with Brazil, right, so it's uh, basically importing uh, mm. uh, quite a bit of raw materials from uh, from Brazil and therefore exporting uh, Chinese yuan to Brazil. And that's why, you know, it's a very significant step for RMB internationalization. Mm. And what so, so basically what's happening is, 
America has been using our dollar. So it's the, it's the petrodollar. Everybody buys gas in dollars. And so since that's the way it's supposed to be, we've been using our money as a, a weapon. If you don't do what we say, we can put sanctions on you and you won't be able to trade and buy things in the U.S. dollar. So the rest of the world is like, hey, man, how can we get rid of these sanctions? We've been under sanctions for multiple years. And they said, well, you know dollar. what? Why don't we just get rid of the dollar? We they, don't have they to do They can't. They had, because you remember they, said, they were boom, they said, doing they said, it. Oh, I, I mean, they said, hey, yeah, let's deal. We, we'll we'll learn to play nice together. Yep. And we'll get the American dollar the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. And that's what they doing. Because them niggas was not cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a uh, we have one in, we have a we I mean have we, a, the, enemy we have the my, same enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And my friend is starting to make a lot of friends because these are some of the other BRICS nations. Damn, I wrong video. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> these are some of the friends of their friends. Why you wouldn't let that black man talk? Because it is important later. <laughs> you know the black man gotta finish it. He he the cleanup guy. Here's the nations of BRICS. They're not. The countries that have already gone with BRICS, already gone, Egypt, Afghanistan, Algeria, Indonesia, Kazakhstan, Nicaragua, Bangladesh, Nigeria, Senegal, Thailand, the United Arab Emirates, Argentina, Iran, Saudi Arabia, Zimbabwe, Iraq. The one that I loved was the United Kingdom. They've already gone. Not the city of London, the United Kingdom. And then those that are waiting to be entered into BRICS are Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Panama, Bolivia, Chile, Cuba, Ecuador, Peru, Uruguay, Venezuela, Azerbaijan, Mongolia, Tajikistan, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Pakistan, Sri Lanka, Vietnam, Turkey, and my favorite, Germany. You know that scene in the uh, Titanic when the ship was like Never crashed? And like the band was still playing never while the while the ship was sinking. I've never seen that. Like movie everybody before. was like, "Oh my god, I've shit's never going seen that down. movie before." But the band was still playing. I've never seen that and, movie. And before. you know how the Federal Reserve is looking like the band is like. Why can't you just use like Roadhouse or Death Wish or something? I never seen that before. Roadhouse? I never seen it before. Death Wish too. I've never seen that before. Oh, damn. Uh, what I was saying is, we on a singing ship. Mm. There you go. You should just use like I, I use a, what I use. What's a singing ship movie? Titanic. I ain't never seen it. <laughs> you ain't gotta see the movie. You know how it ended though. I mean, did it really? It didn't end well. I mean What you mean? <laughs> it's just like OJ Simpson, it's two less we gotta worry about. <laughs> two less we got to worry about. Good job. <laughs> Keep going. Fuck it, eh? Well New Jack was on to something. Well, two less we got to worry about. Well um, we can use this time to go and talk about one last guy that we ain't gotta worry about at least for a couple more years. Or we could go into something else. I don't have no more stories, so you I control figured. the narrative. <laughs> well, this is control one control your own This is one guy they control thought your own narrative. This is one guy they thought they wasn't gonna have to worry about anymore. And I kind of enjoy episodes like today because this is where my world, the conspiracy world, is encroached by the other world, the normal world. Because you normies and you sheeps out there, you're asking questions about what's going on. I don't understand this. They said they got him. They got him. He's arrested. They put him in jail. Why didn't he have to take a mugshot? Why didn't he? What? What's going on? Wait. Well, I would think. Now, this is just me 
<laughs> freestyling over here. Come on with it. Why would you take a mugshot of, of a former president? He was president. Everybody know what he looked like, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's a good like it ain't like that nigga can what, get what, away. What, what that nigga was want, the fucking president. But what they want to see is the rules are the same regardless of who it is. You can't. He was he was the fucking president. I mean, nigga. if he goes to prison, does his secret service? He as the president, as a former president, you get secret service for life. Right. So does that mean if he goes to prison, does he have secret service in prison I with him? Mean, got to hire somebody. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just feel like <laughs> people feel- are going crazy over a mugshot. I'm like, it well, ain't they like want to see him. It ain't like the nigga can't get away. Dude. They we wanted, elected that nigga to run the country. They want to see him. <laughs> we. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, you know what I'm saying. We. <laughs> Tell him I voted for Kanye. Uh huh. Sure you did. <laughs> But he was he was elected president. Why would he need a mugshot? It ain't uh-huh. like he can get away. Right. No, I feel you. That is a very valid point. But okay, is- I, I didn't want to sound crazy. But- <laughs> you gonna sound crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Like we want a mugshot. I'm like, nigga, he was the president. No, what, what I'm saying is, I'm about to go through a whole list of shit where I will end up sounding crazy. He was the president, so don't, can't be too crazy. Um, what else did they do? That is that why they didn't put him in cuffs too? He agreed. He was like, I'm not, we not finna do this. We not, you think, what? Not Trump being a bad bitch. Basically, well, I, honestly, I, I think the Secret Service negotiated for him not to have to do like the, the perp walk. Trump being a bad bitch shot. that day. Oh. They can't. He was president. Yeah. You I get agree. what I'm saying? Like, No, I agree. Why is it different for the president? Should the president be he above was, the law? He ran the country. So what does that matter? Let them tell it he ran the country into the ground. Look at all this bullshit that's going elected, on. Though. He still got elected, though. He still got elected to the Nigga, George the top Bush officer. got elected. Well, he ain't get arrested for shit, dude. He fucked us up. Well, he didn't get, ele- he didn't get arrested. <laughs> Did he? No, not yet. <laughs> we normalizing the rest of these police officers. I mean, uh, <laughs> these... President. All I'm saying is, it's like the rules don't apply for a nigga who had the top office in the United States. But they should. And that is the problem. If we're going to be a principal country like this, like America, that I keep pointing, I point when I mean something. We're going to be a principal Clearly. country like America. We can't have this blatant hypocrisy that's going on. It shouldn't be rules for thee and not for me. Or rules for thee and I not mean, for me. You think it's different? Yes. You, you think? It should be if I, nigga, I ran the country. Why? Okay. I ran the fucking country for four years. So you they don't give me a- no. They don't give me. No, I ain't got no. no credit with y'all. No. Fuck that. You wouldn't even show us your tax return. Fuck you and Why your credit. I? I got, you elected me. I don't we, need show shit. I mean, did we? Somebody voted. I mean, Hillary Clinton said that. I mean, was, they keep saying it was the Russians who got him in office. That's what I'm saying. Hillary Clinton said it was it was rigged. Well, the, the, but when hey, Trump said it was rigged, it was Where's the laptop? Initial. I mean, where's the... Uh, oh, she degausted. Yeah, yeah. And she paid for that. Her campaign finances, but nobody nobody want to talk about that part. All I'm saying is, it's like, if I got elected to, to the highest office in the United States... Okay. Yeah, it's a second set of rules, bro. Like, I had my hand... My finger was on the button. But it's off the button. But I was there. I know too many secrets. No, you don't. You don't know what you know, I, nigga. You found the fucking shit at my house. Yeah, we found it, but it, what was it? It was in my house. What would you have in your house? Oh, they ain't tell us. No. When they had some codes or some shit. No, they ain't tell us. Look, bro, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You if I was president, fuck. rules different for me. No, we yes. can't. We can't have a different set of rules. Yes, that is okay. So we got Jim Crow across the nation. 
No. Separate but equal? Bruh. Unequal? I was the president of the United States of America. Why do you keep saying that like it means something? It do mean something. What does it mean? I was a part of, I was elected to the highest office in the United States of America. Okay. I was up here making, making, helping uh, make laws, Life making laws through. I was executive, uh, I was using executive orders all over the place. Yeah. yeah. I fucking, I ran the, uh, the economy, I ran the country, bro. Yeah, okay, okay. My rules are different from yours because I made it to a point that you couldn't bitch ass nigga <laughs> oh, well i'm gonna tell you about the bitch ass nigga. my rules are different now okay there is somebody that i'm not gonna call a bitch ass nigga but trump would probably say it if he could i don't think he could i ain't never seen trump say the n-word but if he had an n-word pass he said you can't say the n-word nuclear <laughs> look at my african-american over he here. would say that and his african-american but not friend would be the d.a alvin bragg that's a hell of a name. That is a crazy yeah. So this happened two weeks ago. Follow me. Come with me into this journey. Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg hit back at Republican lawmakers on Thursday, accusing them of interfering in his office's criminal probe into former President Donald Trump. In a letter sent to three Republican House Committee chairs seen by Reuters, Bragg's office confirmed the DA was investigating allegations that Donald Trump engaged in violation of New York State penal law. But the prosecutor called Congress's demand for documents and testimony related to the probe, quote, an unprecedented inquiry into a pending local prosecution and one that arose, quote, after Donald Trump created a false expectation that he would be arrested the next day and his lawyers reportedly urged you to intervene. Neither fact is a legitimate basis for congressional inquiry. Bragg's response is the latest shot fired in a public and politicized storm about a supposedly secret criminal proceeding. It erupted with new urgency after the former president forecast he would be arrested this week. It is unclear what charges, if any, Trump may face related to a $130,000 payment by his former attorney, Michael Cohen, to adult performer Stormy Daniels in exchange for her silence about what she says was a 2006 sexual affair with the married Trump. Cohen says Trump reimbursed him for the payment, which was falsely reported as legal fees. Trump denies the affair, maintains his innocence, and has called the investigation a partisan witch hunt. Legal experts have said Bragg's office may be trying to turn a misdemeanor charge over a falsified business record into a felony by suggesting it was an effort to conceal another crime, namely that buying Stormy Daniels' silence amidst an election may have been a violation of campaign laws. The Manhattan DA's office has been investigating Trump for some time, even under Bragg's predecessor. Bragg caught some by surprise when he revived the hush money payment probe earlier this year. He resurrected this old prosecution, the Stormy Daniels prosecution, which had been called, and they literally called this in, in the district attorney's office, the zombie case. John Coffey is a professor at Columbia University's law school and says Bragg is facing a difficult challenge and has made himself a political target. You've got to find an offense that you can legitimately prosecute in New York State, and that's quite problematic, okay? Now, is he going to be criticized? Of course he's going to be criticized. This is a, uh, a unique event that's never happened before. If indicted, Trump would be the first U.S. president to face criminal charges. He has mounted a third campaign for the White House while facing legal woes on several fronts including federal investigations into his retention of classified documents, his attempts to overturn his 2020 election defeat, and a state-level probe in Georgia 
into whether he unlawfully sought to reverse the 2020 election results in that state. Okay, so that was a little background information. Like I said, this happened two weeks ago. That case came out. But it seems to be the best wrap-up for what actually happened with Trump. So they they uh, they arrested him. Like we joked, he didn't have to do the fingerprint. I mean, he did fingerprints, but he didn't have to take a mugshot. He didn't have to take the perk walk. He went in, and he, he was released. And basically, it made the news. It seemed to be like a, a media circus. Like, most people were just there just to see what the media was going to say. Mm-hmm. We all knew. I ain't going to say we. Most people wanted to know what he got charged with because they said, hey, finally, we got him. We've been trying for so long to get this guy. They finally got him on something. Let's see what it is. And it, and all the speculation was maybe it had something to do with the Stormy Daniels situation. And that is exactly what's going on is the Stormy Daniels situation. Do you remember what happened with Stormy Daniels? Mm, not necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just know they keep what they keep telling me now is that he paid her with funds out of his campaign. That's uh, what they say. Money. Now, that's what I'm saying. This is what they're telling us now. Right. I don't recall. I just remember her name coming up and then it kind of going. She got a ton of interviews and then she just kind of went away. So what happened with Stormy Daniels was this lady came out of nowhere, uh, 16, uh, 2016-ish, that time, that era. And she said she had an affair with Donald Trump. Donald Trump said, I, ain't, I don't know this lady. I ain't never did nothing with this woman. Get out of here. I don't know who you are. Since then, photos have seen, been seen of those two people together. Uh, it is alleged that Stormy Daniels had a, an affair with Donald Trump. And he tried to, uh, she was going to tell her story to like the tabloids. And so Trump's campaign team during the election was scouring for bad information about Trump. And to quiet that bad information, they just going to buy the stories. You know how they do to the tabloids. So they bought the rights of that story. They bought it from Stormy Daniel for like $130,000. Shut her up. Get out of here. Go away. This never happened. I don't know you. Shut up. Did she still do interviews, though? <laughs> yes. Yeah. She she went around the gag order that she was supposedly on yeah. And that's where it, it, it became a legal battle from there. Because she was on Vlad. Right. So here's a little information about Stormy Daniels. At the center of the criminal case against Donald Trump is an alleged affair with adult film actress Stormy Daniels. There are some social media posts that claim at one time Daniels admitted that affair never took place. Jerry Carnes of our Verify team is here with a little fact check on this, Jerry. As we all know, Stormy Daniels claims she and Donald Trump had an affair in 2006. A New York grand jury indicted the former president after investigating payments made to Daniels in 2016 during Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Trump insists the affair never took place. Did Daniels deny it, as social media posts claim? Let's verify. It's one of the most highly publicized he said, she said situations in American political history. Donald Trump has been steadfast in his denial of an affair with adult film star Stormy Daniels. While Daniels insists that it happened, social media posts point to a document that appears to have her signature acknowledging that the affair never took place. Did Daniels at one time admit there was no affair? Let's verify. Our sources are the document itself and statements by Stormy Daniels on social media and her tell-all book, Full Disclosure. 
former President Trump has acknowledged that his lawyers paid Stormy Daniels $130,000 in 2016 to, quote, stop the false and extortionist accusations made by her about an affair. The former president has insisted the payments were proper. In 2018, he said on Twitter that Daniels had signed a detailed letter admitting that there was no affair. The letter, made public that year, bears what appears to be Daniel's signature. It says that, quote, each party to this alleged affair denied its existence in 2006. I'm not denying the affair because I was paid hush money, the letter says. I'm denying it because it never happened. After the letter was made public in 2018, Daniel says she was pressured into signing it. Now that it's resurfaced on social media, Daniels has taken to her Twitter account to post a page from her book, Full Disclosure. I panicked, she wrote about signing the letter, claiming she felt threatened. I knew the statement was complete BS. So we can verify at one time Stormy Daniels denied an affair with Donald Trump, but has since said she was pressured into the denial and continues to insist that it happened. What do you think about that? Yikes. <laughs> Yowzers. Okay. So Let's be honest. Do you think Donald Trump wasn't out here fucking somebody else? Of course he was. Cuz he cheat well, he's had several wives. Yeah. So we we know You can't even find his current one right now. <laughs> she did. Disappear. I ain't seen her nowhere. Yeah. I mean, she ain't, I ain't seen that Walmart none of that shit. That ain't gonna be here. where she be. She, I don't think she paid for cheeses like that either. Though, she, so. she, she ain't never had a cheese. Okay, unless you talking about Donald's dick. Mm. Yeah, that was see, see y'all say I don't Jeez. do it. I don't do it enough. I don't do it enough. That's I should good. give, you, I good. should give you the soundboard. Hey, you, you, you be the soundboard guy while I do the clips and stuff. All right, <laughs> you don't want me to handle this. Yeah, bit. hit it two times and you can get to make the sounds work. So okay, look at my African American <laughs> Okay. All right. He tested it out. Right, right. I understand. So, so now Stormy Daniels, uh, the story was bought by Trump. Right? They gave her. He gave her hush money for that story. Shh, don't tell nobody. Right. And so, did you know that there was another case after that, at with between Stormy Daniels and Trump? He fucked her again. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, uh, I mean, he pretend fucked her again. <laughs> oh. He, he, uh, anyway. Or he might have been watching a porn. porn actress who got the hush money that kicked off the Trump investigation will have to pay more than $100,000 to the former president. Huh? That's right. On this day, a federal appeals court ordered Stormy Daniels Tuesday to cover Trump's legal expenses from her 2018 defamation case. Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, had sued Trump over a Twitter post. She lost the case, and Trump took her to court to claw back the cost of his defense. All right, so wait a minute. She, she sued Donald Trump because for defamation or but whatever. But she lost, and she lost, and it was for the exact sum of money that Donald Trump paid his lawyer to pay Stormy Daniels, allegedly. A shizzle, my nizzle. <laughs> I'm telling you, Julie. What you think about that? <laughs> so <laughs> that's the finesse, though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> that's a finesse. <laughs> All right, so let's let's what go. What the fuck is going on? So, so this is this is they're playing imaginary tennis. So right now Trump is they playing tennis with no ball. Trump is back up. He even at this point, right? I guess so. so Did she pay it? She ain't paid it, but she gonna she gonna have to pay it. Like All right, like, so let's like, get back I like to. That. I like the soundboard. <laughs> I told you, I, I, like I get it. On, I, I shut it up for you. All right, so. Now, now the, the the question is, why is Trump 
gonna get arrested. We hadn't we hadn't arrested him just yet, but why is he going to get arrested? So unfortunately, I got to do this. We got to talk about Tucker Carson. He kind of gives a little breakdown about what's happening. Here you go. Now, Trump apparently is being charged not with treason or insurrection or collusion or even shoplifting, but with something much smaller, a slew of process crimes relating to a payment he apparently made seven years ago. In no fair system would that be a crime under the law seven years later. But the Soros-funded district attorney in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg, has stitched together a Frankenstein legal theory to justify this prosecution. Under normal circumstances, it would be impossible because the statute of limitations has passed. And as if all of that were not third world enough, someone leaked the news of Donald Trump's grand jury indictment to the media. Now, that in itself is a crime under the law in New York. In fact, a much bigger crime than those under which Donald Trump is being charged. Will Alvin Bragg prosecute the leaker? Please. It's almost certainly someone in his own office. Now, Trump apparently... Hmm. Okay, so now we're getting to the point where Alvin Bragg wants to prosecute Trump for allegedly paying hush money to Stormy Daniels. Now, what he did was he was listening to the advice of his lawyer. His lawyer has been under oath or perjured himself. He lied under oath and his credibility is kind of shot at this point. But what it looks like was you talking about Bragg's or you talking about. No, Bragg's is the district. Uh, okay. Attorney, he's the DA. Okay, I'm trying to make sure we. I think his name is Cohen. I don't okay. know. The names get kind of weird. That's yeah. why I'm just doing the roles. But uh, um, so Trump's former lawyer lied under oath about processing this money. So what what happened was is uh, out of Trump's lawyer's personal money, he paid Stormy Daniel the $130,000. Right. So during the campaign, Trump wrote some checks to his lawyer for the $130,000 that equaled up the sum of the $130,000. But they're saying that he didn't use that. It came out of his personal money fund, but they're saying that he used campaign funds to pay his lawyer for legal actions when his lawyer filed it wrong because it was just like, I'm giving you a check for some money. It's not legal stuff, but that's how he, he credited it for tax purposes. Okay. They're using that as the, we got you. We finally got you. You are using this stuff, this money to pay this hush money back to your lawyer who has been, he's been sued and he's been filed under, and all. okay, anyway. We're going to go back to what Tucker said. Tucker said that, the, you can press him. I was trying to read. <laughs> I know, my little notes on him. Yeah. Um, Tucker said that Alan Bragg is a George Soros funded district attorney have you heard that name george soros yes i have okay it's usually combined with a whole bunch of conspiracy type shit it's always oh george soros is destroying america is he no if i had to do what they did to verify if my fact checker come up at the end yeah that was my fact checker my fact checker would say yeah yeah because it was got to put the facts I would say, is he destroying America? Uh, Kinda. (laughs) And then this is what everybody else would come back and say. Well, you're being anti-Semitic. All right. I get it. I understand. George Soros is a Jew. The crowd is on my side. What's up? That's what I feel like here right now. So George, George Soros is Jewish. He was born a Jew. 
But we need to do a little history on George Soros and in his history, in his past, he is not somebody that I would deem as a very respectable person. Why am I saying this? Hey, look, wait, I know. Before you go I, any hey, further, hey, this is hey, we, we I'm touching the third he, rail. He is one of them. When, when see, when this you is start going into that territory. I know saying this that is shit. this is one of those people that you cannot <laughs> so talk about. If we get fucked up. It's my fault. But this is why. That ain't gonna stop them from taking my black ass. Well, you ain't you ain't saying shit. It's all on me. So this is when when Kanye was doing the crazy shit. This is why I was like, I understand what Kanye was saying. What he said wasn't even that bad. But I know the rest of the world, the normies, quote unquote, the sheeps, quote unquote, they don't understand this. Let's do a little history on who is George Soros. Hey, I'm gonna redeem myself. Watch. The name George Soros crops up in the news a lot. He's called Brexit an immensely damaging process and has given about £800,000 to pro-Remain group Best for Britain, helping to launch their campaign for a second referendum on EU membership. He's pretty unpopular in certain corners of Twitter, where he's at the centre of just about every conspiracy theory, many of them anti-Semitic. He was also falsely linked to the March for Our Lives movement, following the Parkland shooting in Florida as well as to the Central American migrant caravan heading to Mexico and the U.S. Yeah, he George Soros runs this thing called the Open Society, who funds money into groups like that, who might have helped the, the migrants doing all this thing. I think they covered in this, but that's why they said he's been linked to those. The liberal businessman was the first target in a mail bombing campaign aimed at opponents of President Trump. George Soros's critics see him as interfering in international affairs. He donated to both Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama. And in the 1980s, he helped undermine Hungary's communist regime. There was something wrong with the regime. So they were ripe to fall. Much of Soros's global reach is through his charity, Open Society Foundations, which he's donated $32 billion to. He says he founded the charity to build vibrant and tolerant democracies. There are certain things one has to fight for, even if it's not popular. George Soros' campaign of support for refugees in Europe has caused quite a stir. We've got enemies, open society and its enemies. His own Hungarian government put their hostility towards him on display. Here, organizations supporting illegal immigration must now be registered. The name the government gave to this legislation? Stop Soros. George Soros traces his values back to his childhood. Born Giergi Schwartz, he grew up in a Jewish family in 1930s Budapest. I learned the art of survival from a grandmaster, and that was my father. That has certainly left its mark on me. His parents changed their surname to Soros to avoid persecution. My father arranged for us to take false identity and I live with another family. Soros, aged just 14, survived by posing as a relative of a government official. And during this time, he witnessed the man confiscating property from his fellow Jews. Soros survived the Nazis, but when Hungary became a communist state, he fled the regime to England, aged 17. It has influenced me as a fund manager because uh, I took risk, but I also learned how to survive. In 1970, he set up Soros Fund Management, but it was in the 1992 Black Wednesday crisis that George Soros earned his reputation as a ruthless financier. This came about when speculators put pressure on the pound, causing it to crash. 
Soros made about $1 billion by short-selling Britain's currency. The government lost about $5.5 billion, and the pound was forced out of the European exchange rate mechanism. I did it in order to make a profit. Sure. And to expect market participants to, to be concerned about the social consequences of their action is putting the emphasis in the wrong place. Why? He says his impact has been overstated. My power is greatly overestimated. I really did not break the Bank of England. It was the market that broke it. I was just leading the charge. I set up the Open Society Foundation in order to improve the democratic institutions under which we live. Whether or not he's seen as a force for good, with divisions in politics as deep as ever, the false stories following George Soros could prove as important as the real ones. All right. Did that help you understand anything about George Soros? Uh, Not really, He's huh? just like a very mean... He's a business guy who, who takes... Dude. He doesn't let any crisis go uh, go on and, uh, unadvanced. So one of the, the things about George Soros and why people always say that uh, you can't talk about him because he's Jewish... But the, the main criticism that I have with him is that he is a Jewish person who worked with the Nazis to turn over other Jewish people to the Nazis. Like, if you're going to turn on your own people, how can I respect you? Mm -hmm. So I got to do this clip real quick, and then we're going to get back to Trump. You're a Hungarian Jew mm -hmm. who escaped the Holocaust mm -hmm. by posing as a, a Christian. Right. And you watched lots of people get shipped off to the death camps. Right. I was 14 years old. And I would say that that's when my character was made. In what way? That one should think ahead, one should understand and, and anticipate events. Uh, and uh, one, one is threatened. It was a tremendous threat of evil. I mean, it was a, a very personal experience of evil. My understanding is, is that you went out with this protector of yours who swore that you were uh, his adopted godson. Yes, yes. Went out, in fact, and helped in the confiscation of property from the Jews. That's right. Yes. I mean, that's, that sounds uh, like an experience that would send lots of people to the psychiatric couch for many, many years. Was it difficult? Uh, not, not, not at all. Not at all. It, uh, maybe as a child, you don't, you don't see the connection. Uh, but it was, it created no, no problem at all. No feeling of guilt. No. For example, that uh, I'm Jewish, uh, and here I am watching these people go. I could just as easily be there. I should be there. None of that. Well, uh, of course, I, uh, I could be on the other side, or I could be the one from whom it, the thing is being taken away. Uh, um, but there was no sense that I shouldn't be there, because uh, that was... Uh, uh, well, actually, funny way, it's just like in markets, that if I weren't there, of course I wasn't doing it, but somebody else would, 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 would be taking it away anyhow. In other words, the, whether I was there or not, I was only a spectator, the property was being taken away. 
So I had no role in taking away that property. So I had no sense of guilt. Sending your own people to death camps, concentration camps, you have no sense of guilt. Because, hey, it was going to happen whether I was here or not. Mm. And I understand it. You're in a, in a situation where you have no control over it. it you probably, you're going to make the best out of the situation. You got to do like the seven habits of win-win. But in this situation, you got to fight, right? You, you should post it. I don't know. I, I can't speak for him. I know me personally. I couldn't. If somebody was rounding up all the black people in America, I couldn't work with the people that's surrounding them and rounding them up. Mm. I'm going to have to die just like everybody else. We're going to die fighting. And George Soros has that mentality. He says it often that that changed him. That changes the way his perspective is molded from that time on. That regardless of what's happening, it's going to happen whether he's interacting or not. And people are, he has this open society that's pushing an, a, a political agenda that a lot of people push back on, but George Soros likes it, and his money has been found in all types of different scenarios. I think what I just did was talk about it in a way where it's not me pointing out his race, it's pointing at his character. It's not me pointing at his religion, it's pointing at his character. I'm not saying I hate George Soros, uh, nothing like that. It's just I couldn't do what he did, even though this was the worst crimes in history you know, for somebody to be sent to a death camp. But somebody that he's backing is Alvin Bragg. Bag, Bragg, yeah. He's using money that he got from George Soros to fund the campaign to get him into the position where he's in now. And so he's building up a case against Trump. The case against Trump is about Stormy Daniels that has already pretty much been settled They've they've already tried to charge Trump against this once before. Mm -hmm. And they said there's nothing here. That's why they were saying that this is a zombie case that you're bringing back out of out of of the depths of hell. Like this was already dead. Nobody was going to pursue this because there's nothing there. Did Trump do wrong? Yes. But the most extent of the law was it's a misdemeanor. But the, the way that they're making it into a felony is because. It's a felony if you try to hide another crime. And so they're saying that what he was doing with the campaign finances, that he gave money to his lawyer to pay back to, you know, Stormy Daniels, was he was hiding the fact that he paid hush money to shut Stormy Daniels up. Gotcha. So it's technically a misdemeanor, but since he didn't disclose that he paid hush money to shut somebody up, that now it's another crime. And in, in New York City, it could be pursued as a federal crime. Those federal crimes altogether could be like 100 plus years in prison. And so the news is now saying that, hey, uh, we we really don't see anything here that's worth fighting for. Uh, I got one more clip I'm going to do. I'm going to cut some stuff out real quick. But. A lot of the, the, the legal scholars and the legal minds are saying that they don't really have any concrete proof to put Trump away. This is a stretch, if anything. And so let's go to this clip real quick. 
but it's been a historical day for our country. Late this afternoon, history was made when in New York when former President Trump entered a courtroom to be indicted on criminal charges. He was arraigned on 34 counts of falsifying business documents connected to hush money payments to two women toward the end of his 2016 presidential campaign. There is a lot going on here, so we've brought in our legal expert, Stephanie Haney. She joins us now on the set for Legally Speaking. Yeah. Stephanie, this has uh, been unfolding through the afternoon. Folks, folks have been watching the coverage, but it's only recently that the actual charges have been unsealed. What do we know so far? Yes, that's right. We got to look at the indictment today, and this really is a historic day because the president could face more than 100 years in prison on these charges if convicted. Remember, innocent until proven guilty, of course. But he did plead not guilty to 34 charges, and those charges are falsifying business records in the first degree. Now, that's a Class E felony in the state of New York. That means that each of those charges carries a possible sentence of up to four years in prison. If you do the math, that's 136 years. Now, of course, we've been talking a lot about the hush payment to former adult film star Stormy Daniels, but there were more payments mentioned as well, including one to a doorman at one of his properties and more crimes too. Now, even though all of the charges here are for falsifying business records, but there were other potential crimes not charged that were mentioned in that announcement. Of course, uh, Alvin Bragg just uh, addressing the fact that his predecessor and federal prosecutors who've been looking into this de uh, declined charges. They never, they never came forward with charges. And Trump, uh, according to reporters in the courtroom, emphatically pleaded not guilty. And one of his attorneys, he's got a team of, I believe, four attorneys, he just added one last night, said that he doesn't even think the case would make it to trial. Mm. Hush money payments, not themselves illegal, Stephanie. What could be illegal, though, about this case with, with Stormy Daniels? Yeah, that's a great point. Hush money payments themselves, again, not necessarily illegal. This gets to the root of what makes these allegations of falsifying business records felonies rather than misdemeanors. It's the alleged intent to commit or cover up another crime that makes these charges felonies. Now, the prosecutor says Trump said he was paying legal fees to Michael Cohen, but that those payments were actually the Huss money payments at issue and mentioned in that indictment. Prosecutor Alvin Bragg says the resulting false business records were then used to violate state election law, commit tax evasion by labeling the payments as income to Cohen rather than a reimbursement, and that the $130,000 payment to Stormy Daniels specifically exceeded federal campaign finance violations. So again, not the payments themselves, but the way in which they were recorded that makes this activity potentially illegal. And good point to make here so that everyone's super clear, these secondary crimes that are mentioned don't have to be charged in this case in order to be brought into making this a felony. Okay, so what's next in all of this? Well, it's going to be a long road, that is certainly for sure. The lead up to this trial, if a trial happens, which is something that his attorneys did allude to, is going to take a long time. It could be a year before this goes to trial. If it does, again, lots of things can happen from this point. There could be a plea deal, highly unlikely in this case, but it could happen. There will be lots of pre-trial motions. That's not posturing. That's just being a responsible lawyer. One of the things we do know is that Trump's team has also talked about seeking a change of venue. Here's an important note on that. So right now, this case would move forward in Manhattan, and his team has talked about trying to move it to Staten Island. Now, if you take a look at the 2020 election results, and these are just facts, the president, the former president, lost in Manhattan in 2020. He also lost in the Bronx and he also lost in Queens, but he won in Staten Island. So if you take a look at just simple numbers, the president, the former president and his team might be thinking he's likely to get a jury that's more sympathetic if it moves to Staten Island. Again, 
not very likely, in my opinion, that there will be a change yeah. of venue in this case. It was interesting. I'd read earlier today that he won Manhattan, or he lost, rather, Manhattan. 94% of the residents in, Van in Manhattan voted against him, mm -hmm. which is what the lawyers will use as saying, we'll never get a fair jury here. Interesting. A long way to go. They were saying maybe next spring? Potentially. Wow. I mean, it will take a long time. You have to remember, there's a lot of people in Manhattan. There are a lot of other cases that are already in process, and other cases have to move forward as well. So if you're interested in learning more about this and the other criminal investigations, by the way, that the former president faces, we have a Legally Speaking special out. That's on WKYC+. I talked with three former presidents. Anyway, to wrap all this up, so they don't have anything concrete on them just yet but they can throw everything at him in this case based on the basis of this case. So the Stormy Daniels is the root issue of how they paid her and how he paid back his lawyer since he did that wrong trying to hide the, the, the transaction. That opens the door for them to try him for anything else that they think that he's done wrong. So the January 6th stuff, <laughs> they're going to throw that back at him. So... If it make it, if it makes it to court, it's a good chance that um, he probably will be found guilty. But it's a whole bunch of bullshit that they're doing to find him guilty. Mm -hmm. That I feel like what he's gonna do is use this to politically skyrocket him back up into you know notoriety. Mm -hmm. And we've already seen it. You seen him at the uh, the UFC fight over the weekend. Everybody else, the crowd started chanting USA, USA, USA. I, I don't know if you remember, but I made that claim on the show. I was like, hey, if we uh, we do this, if we, if we don't do it the right way, it's going to turn Trump into a rock star. And it seems to be happening right now. And uh, I think I got one last thing I want to say before I end this. But I feel like uh, my whole life, from my uncles who've been in prison, from just people I know, Everybody tells me that the justice system is is uh is biased, right? Like the justice system will always go against you. Like if you get a a, a court appointed judge, there's a good chance you're gonna lose your case. Mm -hmm. um, the judge will often throw out information or not allow information to be used in your case. A lot of people have to go for appeals and whatnot. Um, Alvin Bragg has bragged about getting Trump and making sure that he wants to go after Trump for everything that he can. All right. With him having a history of already hating Trump, it's kind of, it's setting the stage for them to say, this could be a mistrial. This good dude has an agenda to go against me. I'm not going to get a fair trial against, you know, when I go to this court. Also them trying to try him in certain areas of New York that didn't vote for him there's a good chance that the jury is going to be a little tainted. Mm -hmm. People are already upset with Trump. The guy's one of the most hated people in America. Just looking at this guy evokes an emotional response out of most people. And so what I'm looking at is I, I think Donald Trump is literally getting, he's the first white man that I've ever seen get the black judicial system where it feels like the judges, the system is literally already out to get him. Like everything they can do has mm -hmm. been thrown at this guy and they're going to they're going to throw him under the bus. Like this is the definition of trumped up charges. Yeah, I did all that for that fucking joke. I don't give a fuck. I did it. I did that shit.
and you ain't even gonna hit the soundboard. Oh. Oh, I, I thought it was gonna be a boo. Uh, <laughs> but no, no, I, I feel like you can see it. Like this is already a concerted effort to use everything they can and they power to get this guy. If if it was anybody else, not president, former president, anybody else, just Trump, normal person, if he paid this hush money, do you think people would be trying to get him? Hmm. Like, if he was a, just a millionaire nigga? If he was just a millionaire nigga and he got caught cheating on his wife. and they, What does he own, though? Okay, if it I was, feel like if it was Bezos, yeah. You think they would go after him? Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Okay. He's the Elon Musk, Bezos. So you think it's the money and not the polit- the politics? No, 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 no. Those are just high powered names in right. society. Okay. So if it was the same way with any of those dudes, it'd be the same uh, way. Even Microsoft man, Bill um, Gates. Yeah, Gates too. Because hmm. those those are buzzwords or buzz names. Yeah, they be it'd be the same way. Especially if it did some foul shit. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Like sometimes you just have a a, a target on your back be, <laughs> just because of who you are or what your names. You know, I mean, it's I mean, all those companies I just mentioned, all those guys on companies that's done some foul shit. Yeah, and they all have a target on their back legally. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah, niggas is waiting for the niggas wait for you to fall when you get up there like that. Bro. I agree with you. Um, I think I said this on the show before, and I was like, man, if you do this, you got to come with some concrete information mm-hmm. and and this case is very weak right now and maybe they got more that they gonna throw in maybe they got a smoking no, gun but it, it don't feel like it i think we've been here before we've all we've been there where they said we got him we got him we gonna get him we finally got him and then he wiggles his way out of this shit i just feel like of it. he just knows his way around everything and how he, can he be this great of a of a criminal he's a businessman but he can't be this smart he can't be. What do you mean? He can't. Is it because he has money and power that he can influence to get the best legal minds to argue him out of Relationships, bro. Well, how come they're not putting the best legal minds to put him in jail? Relationships, bro. Come on, man. It, 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 it seems Maybe they are, but he just got, he won up. <laughs> it do feel like it. It feel like he got some yeah, kind of Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can't just, damn, I'm going to be yeah, in my yeah, ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm, I'm wrapping it up. Uh, no, nah, man. He got good relationships with a ton of people. Okay. So it's just Did I help You have to you have to be one step ahead of I'm pretty sure this is not the first time people done came after him. And right. so it's just like you have to be a step ahead of everybody else. Yeah. So I just look at it as that nigga just being a step ahead and they can't catch him. I mean, that's habit number three. Put first things first. Look at my African-American over here. You got to think, habit number four was think win-win. So I'm just saying, when I put this show together, I try to wrap it all up together. (laughs) Seven effective habits of effective people. Check that book out. Uh, It's going to be interesting to see. I'm probably not going to revisit this case up until the point where it's time to throw him in jail or the actual court case that happens. So uh, we'll see what happens next with old Donald Trump. But, uh, I'm exhausted. Yeah, I, I'll take that. I'll take that slap. But th- th- this is my last question I want to ask. Did I help the situation? Do you do you feel a little bit? Did you get a little understanding from all of this? No. Damn. I already knew it. Oh. 
I mean, I see what your setup was. It's like, let me show you who the players are, mm-hmm. give you background on each one of these players or mm-hmm. a couple of major players in this, and then roll it all the way back around to say, this nigga is still my. He still might get away with it. Yeah. They're they're running a trade. They're running a case that might not even be winnable. Right. And but that's it took us through it, but we got there. I told you I had to do it. Hey. I feel you. All right. Close us out. This bitch is oh. not all lit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm mad. Until next week, guys. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said, <laughs> and I'll say it again. BYK Radio. All three of them look like Bootsy, man. <laughs> well, they that do. Was... You'll get the timing down. You see where I got the notes up at the top. <laughs> it's fine. It's all right. That's the first time. You got it. You'll be all right.